Did you ever hear that story about that kid that loved Spider-Man? He had some sort of terminal illness. He was dying. And he only cared about Spider-Man. That's all he talked about. He loved Spider-Man. And for some reason, the dad sent a email or request to Disney slash Marvel. The son passed away. And he sent a request to them like, hey, would it be a big deal if I used Spider-Man on his tombstone and they were like they're like yeah man that sucks that your son died we're, we're happy he was a fan while he was alive but no nah, you can't do that it's like yeah no thanks what it's really not on our brand i'm like people dying is it on brand for you what the fuck man why would you even send that though and like what world would does disney just have people out there in graves just like mm Got my sledgehammer and just like knocking down Spider-Man tombstones. <laughs> uh, I want to be that guy. <laughs> that guy right, knocks down the little kid with terminal illness is his gravestone. Yeah, well, Spider-Man was my hero. We all need to aspire to something. <sighs> Let's do this. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Poll List. My name is Lex, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon. Simon, what is up? Hi, I'm also here. He's here. And I will have to say that I love that shirt. Thanks, I just got it. It looks good. I did put my shirt on, but my shirt was a little snug (laughs) at an XL, which means been way too relaxed since my (laughs) wife's been out of town. (laughs) So I didn't want to wear that. Not that these are recorded anymore, which we will eventually get back to that, but... I didn't want Simon to be like, yikes. Lexus put on even more LBs. No, man. I'm Because I have. I'm right there with you. I just bought new pants, and they were three sizes bigger than the last pants that I bought. I refuse to buy pants at this point of my fitness journey. <laughs> yeah, joggers only. Yeah, only sweats. <laughs> and then, like, if I have to wear pants in a situation, it's, what, it's sad. What do you have that has strings? <laughs> Yeah, you should see the khaki shorts that I have right now. They have strings on them. I'm so embarrassed to put them on. But they're comfortable. Yeah, they're comfortable man. as hell. <laughs> oh, they're comfortable as hell. Um, what's going on with you? If you want that shirt, you can't see it if you're listening to this, but you can go to our website. It's really extremely difficult to get to, and there are a ton <laughs> of fake websites that stole Simon's design. So uh, just email or message one of us. And we'll point you. I, I love that they stole the design that we kind of stole, but they, it still says Wednesday pull list. <laughs> like they didn't yeah. steal the motif or anything. Yeah. So I, I titled all the, well, we only have two like series shirts. And the first one is just called the merch because it's like a obligatory. Oh, I have a podcast. So I make merch and it just has their logo on it. And that the title of that shirt is called copyright infringement. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really funny that these people from Bangladesh or wherever they are, oh. are like, oh, they called it. Co- well, not that there's anything <laughs> Bangladesh or wherever the hell that is. I'm just saying, uh, they're just like, oh, well, it's, it says copyright infringement, so they got to be cool with it, right? So let's just put it on every yeah. WordPress site that we can make. It's fine. It's really great. So please don't get your identity stolen. Just hit one of us up and we'll point you in the right direction. Yeah, we'll hit you. What's been going on with you, man? <laughs> uh, not a lot. Just This was a busy week of working. Um, 
but I did get some cool figures. I got a trade from Hawaii. I got the Civil War SH Figuarts Black Panther, which is cool because mm-hmm. I don't see very many of the classic Civil War costume. You see a lot of <laughs> <laughs> Wakanda forever. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's just so sad. Just looking sad. Yeah. It's been one year since we lost our king. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so oh, I got man. this, uh, <laughs> I got this Civil War Black Panther, which is cool because I like that costume honestly better than the one that they it's my favorite suit. Yeah, yeah, once they move forward with like the ultra slim only CGI one, I wasn't in it. Yeah, with the purple accents, I like the Killmonger suit better in that version. Like, they both are terrible, but yeah, 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 yeah. His I like the cool. Civil War one the best. Uh, right, yes, and then I got the um, the Red Death edition of Doc Nocturnal. It's pretty cool. Mm. It's pretty cool. I like it. Uh, and what else? Oh, I got the two pack, the the uh, Rescue and Captain Marvel two pack. Ooh, I haven't even seen that one. Yet. Is it the uh, Marvel Icon series or whatever they're calling it? That's the uh, Infinity War. Infinity one. War, yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. I like that one a lot. It's uh. What a weird combo. It is, but I think that they paired Captain Marvel up with someone that mm. they were trying to sell. Because Captain Marvel, the yeah. first one, sold like crap. Yeah. Uh, Which is weird because everyone hates her. <laughs> like, just the comic book right. fan bro dudes. Yeah, so they're <laughs> like, I guess we'll stick her with Rescue. I don't know. that figure. The Rescue figure is a lot better than the first one that came out, so... Yeah, uh, I like that one, and I think that's about it. So it's been a busy week of collecting. Can't think of anything else. That's good. Well, I thought did you get the? You said you got a Cyclops. Oh right, yeah, I did a trade. So this is super weird, but what's up? I'm good. Oh no, I'm good. Just making sure that. <laughs> uh, so. I bought that link from A Link Between Worlds. I traded for that. I go to the game exchange in town and I go to the game exchange in town and like (laughs) there's a brand new one sitting on the shelf. Like they never have any um, like import stuff. It's all pretty much domestic DC collectibles, Marvel Legends, shit like that. But anyway, they have a brand new one of these Figma DX versions of the Link Between Worlds uh, Link sitting up there for 60 bucks. So I'll buy that shit and uh, yeah, put it on trade for somebody and I got the Moffex Cyclops, which in the end, uh, I like better than the Mezco version. It's closer to the comic books and um, it's just more flexible and shit like that, so... And it's like the '90s comic book one with the yellow, yeah, crossing guard strap. Yeah, it's like one for one, except he doesn't have the leather jacket. Whereas the um, the Mezco one looks very similar, but it doesn't. You know, it's not the same. And plus, you can barely the suits get so tight you can barely get him to touch his head. But the Moffex one, he's like, do whatever you want. Yeah, that one looks really cool. And I love how bright the blue is. I know that's a weird thing, but from the pictures I've seen, it looks like a good blue. 
Yeah, I've been thinking of it's a good flu. I've been thinking more and more about some of my figures, and I it's kind of a weird thing, but in my mind, I'm like, if I'm going to get Marvel Legends X Men, I'm not going to get Mezco because Mezco looks too real next to it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it almost makes me want to cancel my pre order of the Tiger Stripe Wolverine Mezco that's coming out, but it's yeah. cool looking. Yeah, it is so, so different, the two figures. Like, they look so different, so it's... I get what you're saying. Yeah, I've been thinking yeah. about just getting the Moffex Wolverine. I don't know, Moffex is my favorite import uh, figuring maker right now. They make all the dark they make some, stuff. Yeah, they make some great some great toys, man. And it's to scale. That's well, awesome. Unlike figure arts, figure arts is usually just a little bit shorter. Hmm. So... That's and which one's bigger? Moffex is the Moff- I mean bigger than like the Marvel Legends. Oh no, they're about the same. The, but which one is bigger? Is it DC that has the bigger one? Oh yeah, the yeah. Tom McFarlane. Yeah, ones? yeah, yeah. They're like seven inches, which is huge. Ooh. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ask anybody. It's twenty twenty one, man. That's huge. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh, that's good, man. And nothing's been going on with me. Uh, just the typical. Crazy life of being a dad in school. The crazy life of being a nightmare. dad in school. That's a nightmare. I did have you know some interesting Twitter interact interactions this week, um, which was I guess noteworthy. I think it's funny. I was telling you before we started recording, this guy's mad at me because I tweeted some news out, which I don't think is a big deal, but whatever. Apparently, his whole life is dependent on it. I sent this tweet out the other day after what if. There was a, obviously we're going to talk about what if in our review show, but I, I sent you the link in the chat so you can see it. But I did this picture of this two, a split picture of Thanos and it looks like he's cut in half, kind of. Mm-hmm. And I put no context, what if spoiler. And it's, it's really, really did really well. Did really, really well. And I'm excited about that, but I muted it because it was annoying. It was like taking up my whole notification feed. First world problems. Uh, but I wish I didn't because CNN had hit me up. They I, I didn't realize they DM'd us and met, uh, messaged on there. They wanted to do a Twitter space with us talking about the episode that night. And they were like, it was like CNN, whatever their pop culture brand is. CNN? Like CNN. Let me see. That doesn't stand yeah. for something else. <laughs> like, is that Comic <laughs> News like Network? Some, some some porno site. I can't even. No, it wasn't CNN. I'm sorry. It was way too official. <laughs> USA USA Today. Hey. They wanted to uh, they wanted to have us on the Twitter Spaces with them. Wow. To talk about it because that tweet was going well, and I was I was also responding to everybody in there like what I thought and things like that. But I, I had it muted, so I didn't see the message, and I just don't check DMs very often, so I didn't see the DM either. So we missed that, and then I like tried to shoot my shot afterwards, and they didn't respond. So. <laughs> They're like, "Fuck you, shit." <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, I know you wanted to talk yesterday because it was very specific, but uh, can we can we try again? Can we try again? Yeah, I've got uh, oh. shit going on. Sorry, and like left us on red. So that was cool. That's really the only thing that was cool that happened to me. It was a yeah, so. cool moment. What what if? 
<laughs> USA Today. What if I would have responded? We would have been famous. <laughs> all right, let's talk about some trending topics. First of all, most of the news that has been going around for the past week is about has been about Venom and what if Venom, 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 <laughs> which we'll talk about at a later date. Uh, I don't know if you saw Venom. I did. Yet. I, did. I saw just... it. You when did you see it? Wow, I saw it last night. Ooh, I can't wait to talk to you about <laughs> it then. I'm so excited. I saw it, yeah, I saw it yesterday morning, which was really well. I saw it Friday Friday morning. Yes, that's yesterday morning. Not that you, if you're listening to this, it's not. I didn't watch it yesterday. Whatever. <laughs> I saw it Friday morning. It was weird because I have never gone to the movies by myself, and uh, it was it was really it was just a weird experience. And I, as usual, damn I man, asleep. that's a flex right there. <laughs> I've never been in the movies by myself. I guess I'm too cool. No, it's just like I've never done. I just never done it. It's not that I'm too cool. It's that I have like a weird anxiety about like doing things by myself. <laughs> Very codependent. And so I fell asleep as usual. Perfect movie experience. Mm-hmm. It was it was early. <laughs> How so, early? Well, I woke up. I woke up at five oh. on Saturdays to get the kids ready, or Fridays to get the kids ready to take them to school. Mm-hmm. And then when I got home, I cut the grass, and then I went. So I was like, "Oh, you were sleepy and already allergies." Had a, I, yeah, I already had a full day of doing stuff, yeah. and so, but I was only asleep for a few a few minutes, and and we'll talk about that in a second. It was yeah, whatever. Starting this off. There's been a rumor that a new Marvel multiplayer game, which will likely be exclusive to PlayStation 5, is reportedly in development. I'm really interested in why these Marvel games are being PS5 exclusives. Because maybe it's selling more. I I really, it's weird. I think it has a lot to do with Spider-Man. Maybe, and maybe maybe Xbox isn't paying their licensing fees or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird that Spider-Man's that popular that they were just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just make it all. We'll just make it PlayStation exclusive. Marvel is PlayStation exclusive. Also, we'll just make that deal. If, so one thing that comes from exclusivity, and I'm sure you know this, is that Sony is probably just paying out the ass for it. Yeah. So that's how they get a lot of exclusivity is just paying a lot. Even time to exclusivity is like, here's a chunk of money or just exclusive mm-hmm. content. Here's a chunk of money. You're going to give that to us. Yeah, so like the Marvel's Avengers game, they have exclusive Spider-Man. Yeah, and same with like Destiny. Destiny used to have things just for PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Release first on PlayStation. So you know, Part of that builds up the hype and builds up sort of talking about it as well. You know, you have the people that are hardcore comic book fans that play Xbox, which I don't know why you would ever play Xbox. <laughs> just get a PC. Especially you have a PC. Yeah, yeah that's what I say. Like, my computer it is constantly like, hey, just to remind you, you have Game Pass. It's constantly popping up, like some small notification, like, hey, play, play Game Pass. <laughs> play, you use your, yeah, play Crazy Taxi. You can use your, you can use your PlayStation controller. We don't care. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So play, play us, please. Yeah, whatever you need to do. Uh, but yeah, I haven't done it. What do you think? You know, everybody wants it to be something like Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but I don't necessarily need that. I hope it's a remake I'm... of Rise of the Imperfects. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I tried to download a I tried to download a, a ROM of that for an emulator the other day, but I, I get kind of sketched out whenever it's like <laughs> my my computer is really weird about like flagging things like that. It's like, hey man, 
probably shouldn't probably shouldn't go any further. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't download that. Hey, hey, hey. And so I, I never did. But I do want to play that game so bad, man. Not that it's good, but I liked the characters. I liked how dark it was. And I just remember being a kid and playing it like, oh, I really like this. I, I like the roster. I couldn't get past the Magneto level. Yeah, he was so he's such a good character in that. Is he? As far as like playing, no, that's what I'm you saying. You can get past it. He <laughs> was obviously good. No, I mean, yeah, he's he's as Magneto. Like I played as Magneto, and I did. Oh, oh, okay. Like you had his storyline. Yeah, and I had no idea how to beat it. Yeah. I also, when I was a kid, I didn't understand. I didn't play a lot of video games until I was almost in college, and uh, mm-hmm. when I would get one game like that, I would watch review shows, and they're like, "Yeah, it gets a you know." Four out of five, whatever. I'm like, great. I'm gonna go buy it. I play it, and mm-hmm. I just like hammer buttons, expecting it to be easy, <laughs> and yeah. they aren't. So I would just not. It's not, yeah. Combos and shit. Like when you look up the actual. So I love Marvel vs. Capcom too, but I would not say that I'm like a prof. I'm. I think I'm good at the game, but I honestly am just button mashing. It's no, there's no strategy. Like if you. If you have to look up a combo list to a game and it's it is more than a line, if it's like three lines, <laughs> there's no way. There's absolutely no way that I'm going to do that. Right. Uh, and that Marvel vs. Capcom specifically is one of those ones that has multiple, <laughs> you have to press 86, 86 buttons to do a special. I'm just like, mm. I would even spend time like um, trying to learn like... I'd be playing Soul Calibur or or Marvel vs. Capcom Ooh. Three or whatever. I did love Soul Calibur, and I'll be like looking at all the buttons. I'm looking at the combos. I'm like, all right, learn. Like the tutorial or practice mode. Or yeah. Whatever. All right, we got this. We got this. And then I'd play somebody, and I'm just like, once again, hammering, hammering button. Yeah, I did that with Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat's a little easier because they have like shortcut combos. Which some people don't like. Oh yeah, the yeah. Elite, the elite gamers don't like that. But I'm like, I don't fucking care. I'm not gonna be in a Mortal Kombat game tournament where I'm like smashing a bunch of. I'm just, I just want to beat the computer, man. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to play online. I want to beat the computer on easy. That's what I need. Yes, easy. And I want to do the cool looking move moves. That's what I want to do. Well, they even have like the quick. Um... The quick the fatalities. Uh, yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. It's like hit the L and R button, but you have to buy them. It's like a DLC. You have you have to buy the the quick yeah, buttons? the quick fatalities. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Or it's like something you get in the like a you know, the little. What you know? And like the yeah, combo boxes or whatever. whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Words, man. Damn. Damn. Uh, what else do we got? James McAvoy. These are not in any order. That's just what I saw. I've even got... So before, when I would make notes for Simon and I, I would try to like make them look pretty and take out all... Uh, now I just copy and paste them from wherever the site... Whatever information I get, whatever site I get them from. So now they have like hashtags and the words are all put together and stuff. So <laughs> uh, deal with it. James McAvoy said, ne- says, never say never to a potential return as Professor X but he's not chomping at the bit. Never he's not going to be gutted never. and desperately sad if it never happens. Why? I mean, James McAvoy also realizes that Professor Rex is going to be in the MCU now, which means a significantly bigger check. Yeah, so he's like, like yeah. uh, 
I'm down. Don't put me on record saying I don't want to do it because uh, Scarlett Johansson just got paid. <laughs> Which we'll talk about in a second. What do you think about James McAvoy coming back as Professor X? Whatever. I mean... <laughs> yeah. I didn't hate him as Professor X. Right, but... yeah. Uh, I really didn't either. But I liked him better in the first one when he uh-huh. had like hair and shit. I don't know. When he turned into yeah. like... You hate you hate bald guys. Well, yes, no. It's just too. Shy. I'll pull out a fake. I'll pull out a fake wig. I'll look like James McAvoy, like sitting on top of your head. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. Um, just not into it. Not. Into I it. completely want them to just not do anything to do with the Fox franchises. I yeah. just want to be completely clean of that. Like yes, I know everybody loves Hugh Jackman, but just like I don't, it would be cool if 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 they had him in Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness, like in a split scene, or if they just if they just put that scene in from the uh, first what was the fucking first movie that James McAvoy was in? First class, X Men First Class. Yeah, <clears throat> well, Wolverine was in that. Where they were like, "Hey, we need your help," and he was like, "Ah, fuck off." That was the best Wolverine scene ever. Mm-hmm. You don't remember that? I remember. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best Wolverine scene that's been in any of the franchises. And if they put, just take that scene and put it in Multiverse of Madness, I'll be happy. Yeah, go fuck uh, yourself. But other than that, I want them to be done with anything anything with the Fox movies. Well, and Hugh Jack- I mean, yeah, Hugh Jackman did okay. I honestly am not that huge of a fan. Like, to me, me either. I guess he played like a crazy, hairy dude. Well, sure. Um, yeah. But other than that, I mean, he wasn't the right size. He. Too handsome, no. you know. He was way too handsome. I like my Wolverine to look like a troll. He needs to look like a troll with no nose. <laughs> yeah, the perfect Wolverine, the bandana mask. Yeah, Berserker mode. Speaking of games, <laughs> Berserker mode. I would have put that on the shirt. <laughs> we were talking about games a second ago. The Spider-Man expansion for Marvel's Avengers will be an event. In quotes, according to the game producer Dan Matlick. He will have cutscenes and a story, which is weird that they. I thought they were doing that for every character, but I guess they're not. This is good, but and I'm interested. And I want to know your opinion. So, does that make it a different game than the Xbox games? Is it going to be a timed release thing? You know, they talked about Spider-Man exclusively on PlayStation, but now that we'll just have a whole different ver- added-on campaign. I guess so. I mean. It's not the first time that that's happened. Yeah. So, and they are adding Marvel's Avengers to the Game Pass on Xbox. So maybe they're like, "Well, we're not getting shit else for for this game, so we might as well make it free." <laughs> yeah, I'm interested. Uh, that that'll probably be the next time I play Marvel's Avengers. I tried to play it yesterday, um, and it that didn't last like five minutes, just like my. Never mind. (laughs) Oh, man. The Harley Quinn storyboard artist Liza Singer has joined Marvel Studios as the director for an upcoming project. That's great news. Marvel stays winning things like this because they have infinite amount of money. They're gonna. So, like, hey, Harley Quinn is a success. Let's just just take her. You want to come over here and work with us? Yeah. We have more money. We have candy. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely I do. So, uh whatever we don't know who the project is but that's exciting 
It has been revealed that 31 Marvel Studio projects are currently in development. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Like, I know that people get, like, superhero fatigue and Marvel fatigue and all this stuff. I love it. And Marvel realizes, like, yeah, this is going to burn out real quick, so let's just make as much money as possible. <laughs> We're going to film them all at the same time. <laughs> yeah, let's make as much money as possible while we can, and then we'll just let DC have it when everyone's done with all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited, but you know, some of these are TV shows. Some of these are cartoons. Some of these are movies. So as long as they're better than what if I'm excited. <laughs> don't say that online because people will get mad that you don't like, you it. don't they like get it mad. That, they'll get mad that you have an opinion about it. Um, it's really sad <laughs> and weird, really sad and weird. People have nothing else about to Skull. do with their time, man. Yeah. Being an MCU fan is their personality. It's like that's hey, what's your personality type? I'm a MCU fan. I love everything they put out, and I will never say anything bad about them because they love me. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna send us they on a trip. Me. Hey, man, you know we're big fans. You should send us to a premiere. They're, they're gonna fly. They're gonna fly us out. So we talked about Scarlett Johansson briefly a second ago, but Scarlett Johansson and the Mouse have settled the lawsuit over the Black Widow release. Which is which we knew that we knew that was gonna happen. Did we? Disney doesn't like any negative stuff, man. They were gonna they're gonna cut the check. They always do. Cut that check. They have they have infinite amount of checks. <laughs> they legitimately have an infinite amount of money. They just print money. That's the deal. They really do. And he has Mickey Mouse's picture on it. Yeah. And like trust me, this is actually worth more than the American dollar. So right. you should just this is international. You should just use these. You can use these at Disney World. Like, if they do that, then it's like, oh, the American dollar doesn't mean shit now. Disney World runs the world. Everywhere. We're everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Everywhere. Apparently, Disney will end up paying Scarlett Johansson over $40 million as as part of their lawsuit settlement. Holy smokes. If you don't make $20,000 a month, man, you ain't living. <laughs> and Scarlett Johansson is living. That's an inside joke, folks. Simon nor I make $20,000 yeah. a month. I like also that Colin Jost just like walked yeah. in on this and now. Yeah, that dude. That dude is like an inspiration. <laughs> now, again, I have I have a similar life on an extremely small scale. Uh, but yeah, that guy's an inspiration. Yeah. Got her pregnant. Real smart, man. Yeah. Real smart. You got to put in that anchor, baby. <laughs> yeah. You got to be real smart. Because listen, you go, you're going to, you're going to get paid. You're not paying Scarlett Johansson child support. She's not going to get cut $40 million checks and you're not paying her child support. Yeah. That would be embarrassing. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I work at SNL. Like, I'm not shitting on people that work at SNL. I know they make actually a buttload of money, which is weird. Do they? Keenan makes like $300,000 a year. Really? Now I know that's not forty million dollars, but is that making over twenty thousand yeah, dollars? That was like twenty more, twenty k a month. Yeah, <laughs> he's living life, baby. Uh, I think you're gonna have Again. to put that that TikTok on something. So yeah, understand. I'll put it. Yeah, I'll put. I'll tag it because like, there was this funny thing that I saw last night that it was like a typical bro finance TikTok thing that was like. Listen, I want everybody to know that if you're not making $20,000 a month, you aren't living life. And it's just like, yikes, man. What a perspective. Yeah. Oosh. But 
Goals, man. <laughs> hashtag goals. Hashtag, hashtag goals. All right, let's talk about some oh, rumors. Ooh, before that, James Gunn said, one of the greatest MCU characters of all time will be introduced in the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I'm really excited about this holiday special. Any idea, any thoughts, anybody that you would want to see? Is it going to be Adam, whatever? I, I would, I, maybe. Adam Warlock? Uh, I I hope it's, you know who I hope it is. Yeah. I hope it's Rom the Space Knight. I hope they cut some deal with, with Hasbro if it were, and Rom the Space Knight. If it were Rom, how would you like to see him portrayed? Uh, exactly like the did you ever see the old rom pictures of like a guy in a rom suit that would go to like the events and stuff it's like a big like mascot <laughs> suit i'd like it to be like that yeah i was thinking like cardboard boxes or something yeah Wrapped i would i'm gonna say my real opinion is i think it's gonna be santa claus yeah and it's james it's uh, james gunn being coy i think it's gonna be santa claus though because he's an there alien, was a right? He's like the most powerful character in the Marvel universe oh. because there was this comic book where he he's a mutant. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. And he had and he got the Infinity Gauntlet in one story, and it's just like this crazy. I think it's going to be something like that. I like the. Um, there's a guy that uh, there's a guy that Santa Claus in in top ten who's like crazy. I like. I that. really like that part it, that was a very short and, and stupid story <laughs> i like the guy in bloody roar there's like yeah. santa claus i mean i just read something that said bloody roar i didn't i mean i mean top 10 <laughs> i don't know what i'm talking about oh that is for the blooper reel and our whole entire show is blooper yeah, reel. So. my bad <laughs> that's what our show should be called blooper reel the show I, it's gonna be santa claus Come on it right now Call it. And if you ask me who my source is, it's me, baby. Yeah. I am the source. Citations. Also, trust me, bro. Yeah. Well, honestly, <laughs> you've been right like every time. I'm telling you, man, I should play the lotto. When you cut, co- nah. <laughs> if the lotto, <laughs> you should, you should. If the lotto were Marvel uh, trivia. If shit. you ain't making $20,000 a month, <laughs> man, don't play the lotto. But, Which honestly probably isn't bad advice. Mm. It's a waste of money. Yeah, it really is. Look at that. We're actually finance entrepreneur slash yeah. dude. You need to get in real well. estate. You need to get in house flipping. Don't know how to do any house flipping. <laughs> fake yeah. it. Yeah. Just fake it, man. Just tell people you do it until they give you money. I've seen and then I've moved to Mexico. I've seen some really bad jobs where they just put new floors and redo the bathroom. Flip it. Don't worry about the piping. Yeah. Flip. Don't even fix it up. Just flip it. Yeah, it's just like Bondo, man. You put it on your car, make it all smooth. <laughs> it's actually got a huge dent in the back end. Just put a bunch of duct tape. Just duct tape the entire thing, all the holes, and then just just, just spray paint over. <laughs> Flex seal. Fuck it. Once they yeah, once they cut the check, it's not your problem anymore. Right. Let's talk about some rumors. One thing that got me some interesting, you know, feedback today, and that's why I was talking about the source thing. There was news that most of the main cast of Netflix's Daredevil will reportedly reprise their role. In the Hawkeye spinoff series, Echo. So Echo is a Native American, indigenous character that is deaf. Really, really cool character. Is going to be in Hawkeye. Hmm. She is also getting her spinoff show. That stuff is all confirmed. But all the, the rumor is that Daredevil will be in Echo. Spinning off that, 
it will have more characters from the Netflix shows. So Daredevil, Marvel Studios, Daredevil's going to be Daredevil's back. Well, no, he's going to be Daredevil's going to be an Echo, so it's going to be like see, see no evil, hear no evil, <laughs> like that you know, with, with Gene Wilder <laughs> and freaking Richard Pryor. I will tell you right now, that is one of my top five favorite movies. That's oh, great of all time. That's great of all time. It is a genius movie. If you haven't seen it, you're probably not as old as I. Am. <laughs> um, Marvel Studios is actively developing. I'm going to actually make that meme later. Uh, Marvel Studios is actively developing a Daredevil-centric project starring Charlie Cox. Likely Daredevil Season 4, but not really. I don't imagine that it would be Season 4. I imagine they would do some sort of soft reboot solely so they could recast Iron Fist. Yeah, it's going to be uh, softcore. Yeah, softcore reboot. He's got the perfect name to be a softcore artist. Charlie Cox. <laughs> Charlie Cox. <laughs> They play that Showtime porno music at the intro. I mean, it already is kind of like softcore porno music, the intro to Daredevil. (laughs) All the the blood (laughs) dripping down his facade. I meant meant the music. Oh, Uh. Oh, God. So, yeah, what do you... And then, you know, we have D'Onofrio coming back, reportedly. Hey, you said it right. Charlie Cox. I'm proud of you. I did I practiced a lot before we recorded. In the mirror. And I made, I made a point to not, to not drink too much. <laughs> I made a Paloma in spirit because I know you were drinking that, but before I started drinking. Oh. Orange soda. <laughs> that can looks so small in your hand. I have giant hands. <laughs> <laughs> so, D'Onofrio's coming back. Charlie Cox is supposed to be in Spider-Man. Which Spider Man? I didn't. Ha- I don't have it in my notes, but man, lots of stuff is coming out for Spider Man. I saw. I heard this audio clip that was like, so it was a, it was a meme. I saw an audio clip, heard an audio clip of Tobey Maguire Damn, Daredevil. on set. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talking about all the Spider Man. All the Spider Man news has just got me all twisted. But it was an audio clip of Tobey Maguire in the Spider Man movie. Um, what was he saying? I'm in the Spider-Man movie. Hey guys, yeah. he's like, this is like Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, <laughs> get the fuck out of the way. I can't <laughs> see the road. Oh my god, that, that will always be one of my favorite videos. Uh. <laughs> oh, oh god, Spider-Man. He probably had the symbiote on, and that's yeah. Him. He was angry, <laughs> but it was something about web shooters or whatever. I'm sure it was fake. But I saw a meme that because apparently he went to he was in Times Square and there's a bunch of fans that are like trying to take pictures of him and they're like, Hey man, are you in Spider Man? And he was just straight up like, Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you in Spider Man the new Spider Movie? He's like, Yeah, I I'm in, I'm in it. <laughs> just like straight up. Why not? Man? Andrew Garfield Andrew Garfield has been fighting in the trenches. <laughs> like he's probably stressed out, deflecting all and just like lying to all these people. They're always asking him. He's like, no, 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 I'm not in Spider-Man. It's a whole press tour. And then one conversation with Tobey Maguire, like, hey, are you in Spider-Man? He's like, yeah, I am. Why wouldn't he be, though? If, if Like, of all of them, Tobey Maguire has to be in it because of Dr. Octavius and, and Green Goblin. Yeah. And that's what the clip said uh, before he talked about web shooters. He said, the Dr. Octopus that I know is dead. Which I was like, oh, that might be real. Hmm. That might be real. But we know he's in it. We know they're both in it. It's ridiculous to think that they're not at this point. <clears throat> they're going to have a new trailer in November 
because why not? The movie's about to come out. What I've heard, though, is that the reveal of them is going to be in that trailer, at the end of that trailer, which to me is dumb. Trailers, man. Trailers. They got to get those last people. Yeah, the deniers, the Spidey deniers. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have this in the notes either, but I wanted to talk to you about it. It's all a surprise. I love... I love the Injustice franchise. I suck at vi- fighting games. I really do. But we have a friend that is ridiculously good at them, and I hate his guts. Our friend Garen is so good. Good at what? I played fighting games. I played Mortal, I played like Mortal Kombat versus DC, that old PlayStation yeah. 3 game. Right, 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 yeah. And this was like the first time I ever played online. This was like I didn't even know how to do it with PlayStation 3. It's the first time I ever played online. <laughs> And uh, like at the very beginning, let's talk about when I first got my play or whatever that game first came out. And I played online with him and he just kicked the shit. Like he wasn't even fun. He kicked the shit out of me. Like we talked about people knowing combos. Like he's the person that Rain Man learns combos. <laughs> it's like coding. Yeah, he like called his controller a weird way and he's just like fucking going. I know a guy that, yeah, he, so I was Garen's RA in college. Mm. And yeah. all the people in my hall were those kind of people. Like they all played Ugh. fighting games and shit like that. And they did. They held the controller on their lap and yeah. used it like a, a fight pad. It's weird. Yeah, he kicked the shit out of me and it was like I think that's where my hate for him festered because it's just like destroyed me at it. And I, that's kind of embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But um It's okay. This I do love the Injustice franchise. I really do. Even though I'm not good at fighting games, I loved Injustice 1. Injustice 2 was okay. I didn't like really the designs of the characters, but I still love the whole franchise. Injustice 3 is coming out, whether they announced it or not. It, the whole, everything's been leaked. We did get a leaked roster. Did you see it at all? Do you want to talk about it? I didn't see it. Tell me. The main, the, the main roster is going to be Aquaman. I think it's going to have an alternate Ocean Master skin so they can get two characters out of one. Batman, but not Bruce Wayne. Oh. Terry McGinnis. Yeah. That's cool because Terry McGinnis is my favorite Batman. Obviously, Bruce Wayne will be in it. There's no way they have a DC property ever that Bruce Wayne's not in. So I'm sure he'll be some sort of DLC because that's smart. Like <laughs> Make him a $15 DLC all those hardcore Batman fans will buy it. That's I'll probably buy it too. Beast Boy, Black Canary, Blue Beetle slash Green Beetle, mm. Booster Gold, sh- amazing, Cheshire, Constantine, Cyborg, Deathstroke, Flash slash Impulse, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, but it's John Stewart and Guy Gardner, Harley Quinn, Joker, even though he's dead, King Shark, Lex Luthor, Metallo. Mirror Master, Necron, Poison Ivy, Ra's al Ghul, Raven, Red Tornado, another one that's like freaking great. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't get enough love. Robin slash Nightwing, Supergirl, obviously Superman, Wonder Woman slash Artemis, and pre-order content will be the Anti-Monitor. Wow. Crazy. Crazy roster out the gate. So is the Anti-Monitor, I mean... She just comes. It's gonna be like Dark Side, I imagine. They just come. She just comes to visit every once in a while. It's my auntie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. DLC character roster for the first DLC has also been leaked. Etrigan the Demon, Ooh. one of my favorite Sold. DC characters. <laughs> love it. Sold. Yeah, love it. 
Livewire, Johnny Cage, Killer Croc, He-Man. Wow. Neo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and the Fire God Liu Kang from the last Mortal Kombat game. Holy smokes. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, never never in my life would I pre-order a game. Definitely pre-ordering that. <laughs> Definitely. 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 He-Man. <laughs> He-Man. I wonder if And I hope it, I hope it's that old school 70s He-Man that looks dumb as shit with the bowl cut. <laughs> I'm sure at least <laughs> there'll be an alt costume. But I'm curious it has to be. uh with like Skeletor, they're going to have some kind of replacement because they did that with some characters where they didn't have an actual character. It was yeah, this, this, like Reverse Flash wasn't an actual character, but he was an alternate skin. But they still had um, like different voice lines and shit like that. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with John Stewart. He was an alternate skin of Green Lantern, different voice and everything, but like real different. Um, I'm sure he'll probably just be an alternate skin of He Man. Yeah. And he'll just do his voice different like that. Yeah. Neo, though? <laughs> That's nuts. That's crazy. But a new movie. I was sold with Etrigan. I was sold with Etrigan, but man, He-Man was like, woo. Well, they, which makes sense because they do have that huge, um, not huge, but they have that He-Man versus, He-Man the Master of the Universe versus the DC Universe. Mm. So, it was like an Injustice crossover, which is fucking weird, but whatever. What an Injustice. They do have uh, I don't know what I was going to say. Forget it. Sorry. Cut. I'm excited for it. Again, Batman Bruce Wayne was not announced for it, which means he's going to be like $35 DLC. <laughs> you got to buy him. <laughs> See, that's one thing. I don't know the storyline that well. So, like you saying that uh, Joker was dead. I, you know, I don't know. Well, so if you if they do... So Injustice in the comic book is different than the game because in the game they have the alternate characters from the, you know, they have like, it's like a time travel thing where alternate universe comes over and they end up fighting Superman. Right. They don't, they do do that in the comic. It's just, it's weird, but Superman kills them. That's like how Injustice starts. So I don't know if they're going to do like an alternate Joker is there, Mm. but I thought he died too. I don't know. I'll replay Injustice, Injustice Two. Which I don't want to, but I will. Well, what? Yeah, because he he kills. Like you said, that's how it starts. I'm pretty sure that's how it started in the game. Yeah, he kills Joker. So who's the Joker in the second game? Tim Drake. From 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 what I remember, it's it's a hallucination. Ah. And then you just get him as a character. It's like a Scarecrow hallucination because Scarecrow is a big character in the second. Ah. Should be Tim Drake. Yeah. Like it was in cool. Batman Beyond, right? So this is obviously going to be in the future as well if it's Batman Beyond, which, again, Batman Beyond is my favorite Batman. I love that character so much. Um, it's weird. Yeah. He's a... he's Not only... He's more relatable as a character. He's closer to like a Spider-Man. Like Terry McGinnis. He is exactly like a Spider-Man. That's why I like him, because he is Spider-Man. Yeah. All of his character, All his villains are Spider-Man villains. <laughs> And I say that every time people get mad. People get mad. I'm like, how do you get? He has a that hunter that's craving the hunter. Ink, it's venom. Right. You got that guy with the shriek or whatever his name is is the shocker, kind of. And then you have got the the other guys, kind of like. I mean, yeah, they're all kind of, but I mean, it's like Mysterio. It's, it's a little, 
it's a little too much to be right, like, right, right. It's like <laughs> a tiny bit removed. So, and then you have, like I said, the guy that the hypnotist guy. It's like Mysterio, yeah, with the eyeball or whatever. Yeah, damn, damn, yeah. His his characters are fucking Spider Man. I remember villains. you saying that, but shit, yeah, no, I, that that yeah. solves it right there. It's weird, and I think it's more than that. I can't remember all of his villains, but I think it's more than that. Good old, good old Terry McGinnis. Well, it's it's fine. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. I mean, it works. They're all they're all pieces and parts of other things. Anyway, yeah, so. it, it all works. So uh, that's cool. I'm excited about this game. I would have bought it if it was just the same roster. Even though I thought the Injustice Two roster was a little weaker than the first one, and um, and I didn't like the designs of their faces. I thought they were too real. <laughs> I thought I that Kenny Valley shit. Yeah, it was too real for me. <laughs> I they always get me with their DLC characters, like the TMNT. Um, yeah, that's what I bought. I bought it the second time because of that. Like I had sold, I'd bought it, and we had all played it, and I was just like, Ugh, I don't like this, and I sold it to GameStop. But then they announced TMNT. I'm like, I'm not not gonna buy that. Yeah, and Hellboy <laughs> for me, it's yeah, a big one. That's a great one too. So, same thing with the Mortal Kombat. That's what gets me about Mortal Kombat is their deal. I don't even fucking like fighting games, man. <laughs> but Mortal Kombat has these RoboCop, <laughs> Terminator. They had like so, so many amazing characters. I was like, I just I've always wanted to play a game with Spawn versus RoboCop. They had Spawn, man. Yeah. I've always wanted to play a game with Spawn versus Robocop. Have you not? That needs to be a shirt. Spawn versus Robocop for sure. The thing about Robocop is like he exists in the the base form in our memory. Like it mm-hmm. it's like this cool robot guy, he's got a cool gun. Robocop sucks. Like he's the yeah, worst. Robocop does suck. In my head though, it's also you know, you I try to be like this hipster nerd where I'm just like, yeah, the first Robocop's great and it's just in my memory, it's really RoboCop three, the worst RoboCop, and like the RoboCop TV show. I don't know if you remember I do. RoboCop TV show, but that's yeah. yeah, but that's more of my memory than the actual first movie because I remember being an adult watching the first movie. Like, I've never seen this before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you remember what the fuck? I buy that for a dollar and <laughs> yeah. him getting shot yeah, a few because, times because I used that meme that I bought that for a dollar meme. But yeah, him. The scene where he becomes RoboCop, essentially, he gets shot a thousand times. I don't remember that. I don't remember uh, him being executed, but I remember geez. most everything after that. Yeah, I remember the second one pretty clearly, but I just remember that that samurai robot in the third one, his jetpack, his cool, like his everything to sell a toy. Right. I remember that in, in the third one. The third one, there was... There's something interesting about who directed the third one or something. I was listening to a podcast, and anyway... Uh, so look that up. There might be a fun connection. <laughs> oh, listeners. We'll, we'll look that up. <laughs> um, but so what I remember about Robocop now that we're on this tangent is that, yeah, he's just slow as shit. Like there's no, and he's like, he always puts the hand. I love up. that about him. Like he's an actual robot. Yeah. Like, moves like an old school robot. Yeah. <laughs> moves like an old school robot. I love that about him. But yeah, in a fighting setting, especially in like a fighting game, how does that work? Even, even in the fucking movie, man, he gets messed up <laughs> constantly. It's yeah. like he can't see behind him, even though they could just put a camera. <laughs> or they could just make his head 360 swivel yeah. because he's a full robot. Yeah, he's a robot, man. <laughs> That's one thing I did like about the remake is that they made him cooler. Like, yeah, I didn't love... I actually I didn't even hate like the 
black and all that. Like I thought it was pretty cool. What I didn't like is did they do both colors? Did they do yeah when like a silver? Yeah, they they at, finally at the made them the silver at the end. What I didn't like is that they gave him one human hand, which I thought was stupid. me either. Me either. That was I was going to say. That's the only thing I didn't like, and that took me out of the movie. Can you imagine jack what here. even <laughs> with no dick? Can you imagine <laughs> what even like scratching yourself? You just peel your fingertips off. Yeah, you would go crazy. That would drive you insane. Yeah, to have that. Just take it. So he because he was a proverbial thumb sucker. He's yeah. just like, I gotta have that. I gotta have that. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna bring you back as Robocop. Just give me my human I hand. Just I don't care what works. Hand. I don't even care what works. Too strong what fingers. was the reason? It was because it his gun was fingerprint activated. Uh, was that what it was? I think I do remember something about that. I don't remember that movie at all. I remember just being like, damn, Michael Keaton's great. But it's got the guy weirdly enough, it's got the guy, one of the weird guys uh, from Letterkenny, like the gay meth head guy, <laughs> tweaker guy. Mm -hmm. He's in that Oh, yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is in that. I like that guy. I like that show. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird sidebar. Letterkenny, great. Um, but anyway, yeah. So Sidebar on sidebar on sidebar. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Go. Last bit, a little bit of news I got is the Book of Boba Fett will premiere on Disney+. Plus. Wednesday, December 29th. Man, That's I do cool. not want to read. You, what? I don't want to be in <laughs> I don't want to read the book of Boba Fett. It's just going to be like a premiere of just like words on the screen. <laughs> it's like the books in Skyrim or something. You pick them up, you're like, I'm not reading this shit. Or anything. Any game <laughs> <Yeah>. that has. <laughs> I, I go. Any game that has. What I always do is scroll through it, see if it gives me some kind of upgrade, and I'm gone. Well, that was the thing on Destiny. They were like, you got to pick up these cards mm -hmm. because that makes the game better when you read all of these. I can't remember what the cards are called. Like, yeah, when you read these cards, it makes the game more interesting because you get more of the lore. I'm like, what the fuck? Why do I have to do? Why do I have to read more? Yeah, read. I actually yes. did go through a lot of them one day when I was yeah, bored I at work. Did, nerd. <laughs> uh <laughs> not even playing the game you just you just you just like looked them up I'm like hey can i have your login so i can read your grow mark card <laughs> that's great that's the only bit of news i got what do you have from the erotic toy world <laughs> right well there's a new line of bbs <laughs> coming out <laughs> um so mezco con fall mezco con is going on right now um they haven't released a whole lot of news they did right now i doubt this will still be up on wednesday but right now you can mm. pre-order a captain nemo what do you think about that figure i think it looks really cool it does look really cool i can't say that i want it yeah 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 but it is a really nice figure yeah it looks cool like I, then i'm the same way i couldn't see why you know and thinking about like your collection and where it fits because I live vicariously through your collection. It just it is a good looking figure, but I, I I would not assume that you would get it. Yeah, I mean, technically I almost did because it could fit I you know, I have Popeye, I have uh Baron Benz, I have not uh Aquaman. I don't have an Aquaman. I mean I do, but it's like the super <laughs> friends. Um so he would fit among those and it's cool, but mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. I wasn't. I was like one hundred and twelve dollars. Now I'm good. What about that Batman figure they released? That one is super cool. I will think about that one. 
It's I, cool, I, I love um I love the the two face uh of it. With the orange, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's super animated, he's got the green face. Yeah, it's got the Adam West slash Batman Brave in the Bold vibes, which I love those versions of Batman because it couldn't be farther than what the fanboys love about, you know, dark and gritty Batman. It's Yeah. Well, it's the Batman that I and love. And Batman Brave and the Bold is a great cartoon. So do yourself a favor. The best. The best comic book cartoon yeah, that has ever came out. One thing I, I thought about, and I don't know, just going back on this uh, character, uh, uh, Captain Nemo, it's like in some of the pictures mm-hmm. they show his crew. And all I can think is like, that's going to be a future release. I don't want to buy all this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm not going to buy these accessory packs and all that shit. No, thanks. I'm good. So, yeah. Um, they did. You're helping. You're helping future Simon out. I like it. Yeah, I, I'm. I think I mentioned it earlier when we were just talking. But uh, Mesco, I love them. They're great. Not that they're paying my bills or anything, but um, uh-huh. at the same time, they don't fit with so much of my collection because they look too real. Like they're great toys, uh-huh. and I'll still collect a lot of the Rumble Society stuff aside from this one. But um, yeah, man, they just they look too real to fit with other things. Yeah, they look good. They have great resale value, which is insane to me. Honestly, they're kind of losing that because they. But I, I was going to ask you: Is it still? They're losing it because they become so popular that they're actually trying to produce for the people that are buying it. Uh, so now they're making more. Yeah. So this this thing, Rumble Society, used to sell out in five to ten minutes. Um, yeah, and it's still on pre-order right now to be shipped this month or next month. And it might be a little bit of like people are like you, like they maybe noticed all that stuff, and they're also like, eh. well, usually it'll say in stock. They have different sales things. So if if it's mm. pre-order, that just means you're pre-ordering. If it says in stock, that means you're going to get it in the next couple months. So, like they did that with the last Gomez, the secret agent Gomez. He was a pre-order too, so anyway. Whatever. Um but yeah, there's a there's a bunch of stuff coming out soon. That it's weird they've released like three or four waves of Marvel Legends all at the same time. So you have Uh-huh. They did some back to back announcements. It was crazy. Well not only that, but I mean it's like they delayed everything. So right now we're coming out with which I'm sure they just had this sitting in a warehouse. Because you've sent mm-hmm. me pictures of these before. But they've got all mm-hmm. the uh, eternal stuff coming out in conjunction yeah. with the what if stuff in conjunction with there's another line coming out too. Well, and Shang-Chi just came out. Well, Shang-Chi just came out, but their toys had come out months ago. Yeah. And they didn't yeah, sell true. worth this shit. But I mean, they're, they're like push trying to push them now. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny because people are looking for the line now. It's like yeah, they were yeah. on sale everywhere. I do want that. Re- I just want that regular Shang Chi figure because, because I like that movie. Well, maybe I'll give it to you. And I've seen some pictures. I think D Amazing posted some pictures. Of, was that the Marvel Legends Shang Chi? Did you see it? No, that that was probably the SH Figure Arts, which is that very very similar. Honestly, that, that one looks good. Though I saw this picture and I was like, "Damn, that looks good." I might. I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> it's it's kind of surprising, even the Marvel Legends, how much they outfitted, like how many different hands they gave him and stuff. You don't mm-hmm. usually see all that. Yeah. Um, Cut the check, Marvel Legends. Yeah. <laughs> but 
Yeah, there's just been a bunch of Marvel Legends shit coming out, Hasbro stuff. It's all coming out at the same time. Uh, Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters. I've seen a lot more Ghostbusters toys out there. I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan. I don't talk about it enough, but that was a as much as Ninja Turtles. That was a huge part of my childhood. Like the real Ghostbusters cartoon, I watched it as much, if not more, than Ninja Turtles back. Yeah. Well, it's a better cartoon. There. <laughs> It is. Uh, they they have the. They're making five point versions of the modern movie characters. I've seen all those. Yeah. I actually bought the Ecto one that went with that, and the more I thought about, it, I hadn't opened it, and I just looked at it and looked at it, and I was like, I'm taking this shit back because <laughs> it's like a yeah. kid's. It's like a baby toy. Like, yeah, it's, I'll probably get it from my my son. Yeah, <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, myself. <laughs> well, yeah, let me borrow it. I'll take some pictures. I'll give it back. Uh, but it's yeah. much like that. Uh, you know, mystery machine that I bought. Like, it's just like plastic crap for kids. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I have that same one. Yeah. I mean, it all is, but you know, but it's like, it's very different. Like the details are very subtle and it's like heavy stickers. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was like, no detail of the colors. I was like, yeah, I can make this look kind of a little bit more. I was like, why am I going to put in work? <laughs> I'm just yeah. going to take it back. They're not cutting the check. Get my $26 back and we'll be fine. What about your grail toy? Want to talk about Grails enough on here? What's my Grail toy? Are you asking? Well, me? I thought you got one recently. One of the ones that you wanted. What was it? The you had talked about it on previous episodes that you wanted the Adam West Batmobile. Ah, yes, yes, thank and you. you. Got it. I was so it yeah. was so important in my life that I forgot about it. Uh, so McFarlane Toys came up with. Well, I just remember because you had asked me about it here because I remember we, I do yeah. in this area get more figures than you do. Yeah, yeah. So um, they came out. McFarlane Toys came out with the five inch, a little bit lower. I think I said in the review that I did. It's like a little bit smaller than regular six inch figures, <laughs> and every other figure that McFarlane makes is seven inches, so they're a little bit bigger. So nothing fits with anything they make. But perfect McFarland style. Yeah, so they have five and a half Adam West and Burt Ward figures, which was cool. They have the uh what's his name? Joker. What's the actor's name? Ricardo Montalbán. Cesar Romero. <laughs> yeah. Cesar Romero. Yeah, Cesar Romero. Yeah, that I didn't get him because I don't really care for that Joker that much. But oh, I love him. I only love him because he because. That guy was such a prolific actor, which I don't—I couldn't tell you another thing he was in. That they were like, "Hey, we want you to be Joker," and he's like, "Listen, I'll be Joker. Like, you have to paint your face, you have to shave your mustache." He's, "I'll be Joker, but I ain't shaving my." Mustache. Yeah, I love that he paints over the that's mustache. That's how I get the ladies. I ain't shaving my my, my flavor saver. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would have sculpted that on there because I was looking for it today. I would have bought yeah. it if there were a mustache yeah. sculpted on there. But they were, and they're just like, you know what? Adam West is crazy ass. It's just like, I know he's not as crazy as people make it. Like, Family Guy really kicked that up a notch. But he was probably just sitting there like, you know what? I like your style, man. Yeah. Yeah, I do. You're it. in. And they're like, you don't even you don't even have a fucking say in this. You know what? I won't, <laughs> I won't shave my bush the whole time that you keep from missing. <laughs> but anyway, I was walking around Target as I do. I have a tendency to either yeah. not make decisions or s- pretend like something's going to appear by the third time I walk around the toy section. I do that. I do and that. lo and behold, something did appear. <laughs> so I'm walking around. There's like, they have a very small, not like yours. Like our collectible section is like three full feet wide. Um, oh, wow. And we have like three different aisles at our target, right. which is weird. Or, yeah, you went to that target. Yeah, I was here. like the holy grail. But um, anyway, 
I, I the, the McFarlane Batmans. I'm like, cool. I talk to this one guy that works there all the time. I don't think he ever remembers me, but I talked to him about like, hey, do you know? He does. He does. <laughs> when I worked at Target, there were these three guys that came in like as they open to look at like Hot Wheels and shit. And I just every time like, yeah, there goes those guys. <laughs> and they, he remembers you for sure. I walk up. Well, I, last time I talked to him, he quoted me to me. He was like, yeah, somebody yeah. was telling me this one time about this. And oh. I'm like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> Um, but anyway, I saw the Batman and Robin in his little cart to be put on the shelf. I find that I'm like, I'll take those. I'm walking around some more. I'm walking around some more. I go to the little clearance like stack because they don't organize it. So it's just shit thrown on the shelf. I look down. Lo and behold, there's a fucking 66 Batmobile. Was it on clearance? No, it was just there on the bottom shelf. And, uh, yeah. And it's cheap. It was only like 30 bucks. From what I remember, it doesn't matter how much it was. I was going to buy it. Yeah, that's cool. That's my favorite Batmobile. It truly is mine, too. Yeah, way more than like the 89. I love that Batmobile. I wouldn't wouldn't say way more. Way more, man. It's practical. Those are the... It is practical. Those are the two that I like. The rest of them, I don't really care about. Like the tank from Dark... Like, that stuff's cool, but my favorite, the 89 Batmobile. Because that's just like my first memory of like, holy shit, that's a Batmobile. Yeah. Because I didn't watch Adam West when I was a kid. I didn't watch Adam West until I was in I love school, that we, which is really sad. I refer to them as their <laughs> actors. I barely ever say Batman. Uh, but yeah, the that that is my favorite Batmobile just because, to me, that's just a car. Like the first yeah. Batman. If I had to buy one, if they were like, Hill Lex, right now, you pick any Batmobile and you it's yours. We'll give it to you. It would definitely be that one. Yeah. Actually, I'd probably take the tank. But... Uh, that was, that's annoying to drive that around. Like, if you would get tired of that after like one drive, you would be like, "Oh, I gotta put gas in this." Oh thing. no, no ga- I didn't realize that was a caveat. Yeah, I, yeah, I, it's yours. Like, we're you, our hands are clean. Think that a '66, whatever the hell that is, is better on gas. More than a tank. I'm sure than the, a tank. I think that the tank is probably more gas efficient <laughs> than a tank that has an ejectable motorcycle. Yeah, dude, no way. Not to mention you have to go to military training camp to drive the damn thing. <laughs> oh, you have to have a certain special license to drive. No that. way, dude. Uh, but yeah. You're just running over cars. And, and <laughs> what's funny is that also is kind of a plastic, cheapy thing. It's not very sculpted, but yeah. they did good enough job on the outside. It looks great. Yeah, so I was like, fuck yeah, dude. I've been looking for it. I saw somebody post a picture that had like all these villains in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it? It's that one looks Mike's really cool. toy photos or something. I follow him on. I think it's Mike's. I follow him on. I think his last name's Hunt. My cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right, but I follow him on. Good old wholesome jokes here at the Wednesday <laughs> Bowling. Uh, but uh, yeah, he. I follow him on TikTok and Instagram. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he had villains or whatever that one looked cool yeah he takes pretty good photos for as simple as they are that's not a knock that's he's all right yeah fuck him (laughs) that's all we got for trading topics guys i i guess Um, i can't we just talked for a long time about (laughs) batmobile (laughs) so i think that's it we're gonna talk about some ads. We're not gonna talk about (laughs) let's talk about we're gonna comment on And then we'll be right back. Are you on the hunt for great import collectibles for a great price? 
Well, check out SaviorCalCustomsAndCollectibles.com. They have great figures and model kits based on your favorite anime, comic, or movie heroes. They sent us a 30-minute mission model kit, and it was awesome. These are from Bandai, and they're modular mechs and can be mixed and matched with awesome accessories, and they make great army builders. From Nendroid to Mezco, these are your guys. They even do customs. Check out XavierCalCustomsAndCollectibles.com. That's X-A-V-I-E-R-C-A-L CustomsAndCollectibles.com. Listen, if you're like me, you're tired of going out on the hunt for great pops or NECA figures and finding empty or destroyed displays. That's where Galactic Toys and Collectibles comes in. They have a great selection of Funko, NECA, Gunpla, and trading cards. All your nerd essentials. Their stock is always rotating, so you never know when they'll have that thing that's sold out everywhere else. Use our affiliate link through my Instagram, Simon Toast, in the description or on our website, and surf their stock. You never know what you'll find, and it will really help out the show. Welcome back, guys, and thank you for listening to those ads. And as usual, if you didn't, that's okay, too. This is the section of the podcast where we review a trade, and some people call it a trade review. Some people. More people are calling that that. I'm excited yeah, about you're that. you're catching on. It's, get, it's, it's like a slogan. Someone got it tattooed on their butt recently. It was me. It was me. <laughs> it was you too. We both. Twin, twin tattoos. This week is the beginning, or last week, by the time you listen to this, is the beginning of spoopy season. Spoopy. So Simon wanted to do sort of on-theme books. And there were a few books that I wanted to read. We have some that are like a, obviously like, oh, this is a great book that everyone loves and this month we are also part of a collective podcast event that we'll talk about more later but to start spoopy season off haha volume one came out last week and it was a book that had gotten some buzz whenever it first came out i didn't pick it up. i think i picked up maybe the first issue but i just i didn't read it it was one of those things that were like hey man you should get this and i was like eh, i'll get it <laughs> And it just, I never got into it, but it constantly had buzz around it. And after reading it all, now I know why. And I will tell you that I was sort of like, in the last issue, I'm going to verbally tell you what I said out loud when we get there. But uh, the book is Haha, volume one. It recently came uh-huh. out last week at the time of listening to this. So Simon, take it away with issue number one and let's talk about it. Haha, issue one. Ha ha because <laughs> uh-huh. I'm the Joker, baby. Uh, People are going to type this in just like numerous ha-ha's. Like, that's not a book. <laughs> Ice Cream Man writer W. Maxwell Prince brings his signature style of one-shot storytelling to the world of clowns, and he's invited some of the comic industry's best artists to join him for the ride. Ha-ha! Not us, though. It's not yeah. us. He forgot to call It's me. a genre-jumping, throat-lumping look at the sad, scary, hilarious life of those who get paid to play the fool of these ancient typical jokers. <laughs> With Sorry, I just keep thinking of that meme. I'm the joker, baby! With issues drawn by <laughs> Vanessa Del Rey, Redlands, Gabriel Walter, Vision, Roger Langridge, Thor, and more, haha peeks under the big top, over the rainbow, and even inside a balloon to tell a wide-ranging slew of stories about funny men and women proving that some things are so sad that you just have to laugh. I will say that this first 
synopsis is a general synopsis over the whole book, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. And doesn't really talk about what happened in the first issue. And I will also say that I, I wasn't aware, I, t- I initially wasn't aware that Maxwell Price wrote this. And if you listen to our episode where we talk about Ice Cream Man, which is another very popular book, you will know that this style of anthology, I would call it, isn't necessarily Simon favorite. I don't want to speak for you, but I'm just giving off of that that last review that we mm-hmm. did. Yeah. What did you think about issue number one? Issue number one was called Bartleby. Bartleby rejects the premise. Bartleby rejects the premise. Uh, let's just talk initial thoughts, overall thoughts, art. Let's just talk about it all. Yeah. So uh, when I first got it, so I don't have like a fear of clowns, but I don't like how they're used generally. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking the same thing when I was reading this. I'm not the type of person that's scared of clowns. I think they are generally depressing. Yeah. Well, I also have never thought that they were funny either, so I don't understand. No. I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, same. I don't know if Bozo was a big deal. I, where did this come from? I did like I did like Bozo the Clown, the show. Is that why you say Bozo a lot? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I call people Bozo. Uh, going in... This guy is so sad and depressing. And to, you know, make a reference now, he's very much like a family version of Arthur Fleck from... Yeah, uh, we get a lot of that. In yeah, he, from the movie Joker, not necessarily from the uh, comic. But anyway, um, he's just this sad, you know, his wife fucking hates him. His kids love him. But his mm-hmm. wife is just despises him and won't get a job. I guess. Anyway, yeah. When I was when I was reading this, I was like, "That is how I portray my wife." Like the way she talks to her at the beginning is just like, "You're a fucking loser." All this stuff. I was like, "I portray my wife like that to most people." My wife is actually a very very sweet person, but I think it's funnier, and maybe it's not fair to her. But I think it's funnier <laughs> to portray her as that, yeah, like ugh, because it just it. it just makes my life a little more. It makes my wife funnier. Yeah, uh, but she's actually sweet. But this, but when I read it, I was like, oh, that's my wife. But then I was like, that's not that's not really your wife. That's just like the the character that you make of your wife. Yeah. So essentially, this is kind of a also a story that um, Heath Ledger's Joker would tell, like how he got the scars. It's yes. just a bunch of bad luck. He's talking to his wife at breakfast he's getting ready for his day he's wearing his full costume she's like why the hell are you sitting at the table with your clown costume on even the nose mm-hmm. he's talking about how his jokes pay the bills the electricity goes off you know that old trope yeah she has mentioned that where he works is going to shut down he's like nah we're doing better than ever investors are coming in he gets to work next panel is like hey this is your last paycheck yeah, and while you're well, in the meantime of all the things you're describing, he's having a monologue mm-hmm. about how great his life is. Right. He loves his wife, he loves his kids, he loves his dog, he loves his job. Like he had, he's having a contrasting monologue about his life, which is sort of like a denial thing, right? Well, and it's just perception, really. But yeah, yeah that's true. That is true. So you know, his boss is like, "You'll do fine. You've got that trick you do with the." handkerchief you know <laughs> like yeah but yeah. uh one thing his boss says with his last check is like hide this because 
It was weird. Yeah, there's a bunch of people out here that are getting fired at the same time, and they're going to be fiending for money. Um, so weird. He talks to his best friend as they're walking out. Um, he fucking hits him in the head. Yeah, he got dark like zero to 100. Yeah, dark. hits him in the head with a crowbar. But then there's this like menial, like he would have been like, he could have just pulled it out and like, if you don't give me your wallet, I'll beat you to death. But he hits him first. And then his friend's like, I'm going to take your wallet now. And, but they're still like me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's like, I thought we were friends. He's like, you're my best friend. Yeah. But <laughs> like, what? Shit's, shit's gone south. So we're all fucked. Anyway, but he does as his boss said. He had the check hidden, so he goes to the bank to cash it. Of course. They took inspiration from our pages of Patastic, and they have people coming yeah, in the, room, the bank in their shitty truck, shitty van. And he's already had enough. Um, he's basically not listening as these baby doll dressed bank robbers come in and tell him to get down he's like yeah you know whatever they hit him he starts laughing he's probably got a double concussion by now yeah for sure yeah with a crowbar yeah (laughs) beat the shit with a crowbar in the head and then they crack him in the back with the ar-15 rifle sorry and then there's this like basically the guy says i'll i'm gonna shoot you in the head if you don't comply He's like, you know, whatever. You're not going to, you're, I'm not going to listen to you. Essentially. He yeah. shoots him in the head. And then there's this whole <laughs> inner monologue as the bullet is going through his brain. Um, you're very Roger. Rabbit. Yeah. It gets it's morbid. Roger. Rabbit. It gets kookier as it enters the frontal lobe. It's not such a big deal. It starts going towards the center of his brain, memory, stuff like that. To the memory centers of his brain, it, it, it turns from like the blood splatters start turning into like dancing stars and, and animated rainbows and shit like that. And, you know, he's just, you think he's dead. The robbers are like, I can't believe you yeah. fucking shot that dude. And as they're talking back and forth, like, well, now they're going to know we're serious. He gets up and attacks these guys, which is very super heroic of him. <laughs> like, yeah, it was very weird, but it also made me want to write a comic book about a superhero clown, like a contrast to Joker. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. You see this clown just like beat the shit out of these guys with a smile on his face. I like that. Using using a... It happens a few times in this book where I'm like, I kind of want to write a superhero book about a, a clown. Now. Yeah, using an endless handkerchief to tie him up and choke him out. <laughs> and that the, when he kicks them, he kicks them in the back, and they kiss. That was kind of funny, like the two yeah, robbers. That was very funny. But basically, yeah, I like that. The last guy's left. The last robber's left, and he says, "Yeah, don't hurt me. I've got a wife and kids." It's like, "Yeah, well, me too." You know, whatever. And he calls the police. He's pointing to his head. Yeah. He's like, "He shot me in the yeah. head." I also got this raw, really. uh, raw uh, bullet wound. But so, police come. The. Uh, ambulance is there they check out this guy they're like yeah it just went clean through your head you're fine there's no way that would happen in real life there's no way like this dude got shot in the head and they're like you know what you're safe to drive home right well even then like <laughs> you know exit wounds are messy it doesn't matter how 
slim that and even those small casing bullets like a 22 they bounce like around yeah. you know it doesn't matter how clean the shot is just the exit was still kind of cracked back. out yeah. yeah so um yeah he's just at this point <laughs> they release him they like you don't even have a concussion you know they release him to drive home and he starts seeing some crazy shit he's seeing mm-hmm. uh hot air balloons everywhere he sees his friend who smacked him in the back of the head practicing ballet in full uniform in full clown uniform in his front yard his daughter looks like a balloon person that is i just noticed that yeah and even like you see the trees there's like i couldn't tell if they were supposed to be balloons coming out of the trees or if they were supposed to be uh dinosaurs oh yeah i didn't notice that before yeah he sees like a family of ducks, you know, he walks into his house and his family answers the door and they look like balloon animals. And it's, he even perceives himself. Actually, if you look in the first couple, he sees himself as a balloon person. And, you know, super creepy. This whole time he's still talking about how great his life is essentially. But his wife is a bitch. (laughs) She really is, man. He audibly says, I got shot in the head. (laughs) Right? I think he does. I think he says, I got shot in the head by a big baby, which sounds ridiculous. But he also has his head wrapped in gauze. And she's like, get in here. I could die of embarrassment. I'm like, dude, your husband just got shot in the head. Uh, what? (laughs) Yeah, he's like... Yeah, it gets real... That's real creepy. He's obviously very delirious about, like... He has no concept of what it's actually like to be in a loving relationship, I guess, because she's the worst. Um, yeah. I, at first, I didn't like how sketchy this was, but I really like it. The artwork? I, just, I, I, hate, I hate to jump straight into art before we give our yeah. thoughts on, on that issue, but I didn't like how sketchy it was, but I honestly really do now. Yeah, I, I was the same way. I didn't like it at first, especially, well, I'm kind of mixed because... When you first see like his kids, they have weird faces. Sorry, they have weird faces. But like as you, yeah, as it gets further along, like I feel like the colors and everything really bring a lot of it together. Some of the backgrounds are a little yeah. bit too ink washy for me. Yeah, but and it's really sketchy. It really looks like this person sketched it all out and then they colored. Yeah, it on top of yeah, it. even uh, honestly the. The parts I like the least are when you see his family as balloon animals because they just are kind of a muddy, sketchy mess. Yeah. Yeah, it looks creepy. But the rest of it, yeah. Yeah. What did you think about this first issue? And this is, we're going to break it down really, try to do as quickly as possible because it's just like all self-contained stories for the most part. Similar to Ice Cream Man. Right. So... Yeah, there's like a running theme, but each story is pretty much itself. So I thought, and I will say at this point, I will say at this point, I I did not, I was not aware that it was an ice cream by it was by the ice cream man. Right? Yeah, I was same. Not. It wasn't until I got a little bit until I basically got to the last issue that I figured it out. It wasn't until I got to the last issue, man. Um. So this first one, I thought, man, that shit's depressing, and I knew it was going to be depressing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in retrospect, having 
read the whole thing. This is actually one of the most pleasant stories. It's the it's the lightest story out of all of them. It only gets more. Depressing. Yeah, one of two. There's two that are pretty lighthearted. Kind of. Yeah. If, if we're talking about right. the same one. But there are several references to like it, you know, like as he's pulling into the driveway, there's the paper boat. Yeah. There's a bunch of little references like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that happens a few times throughout this whole series. Right. Um, yeah, the second one. I, d- I, d- I did like this one mainly because I thought it was cool, like a superhero origin sort of story, even though it just gets dark and creepy at the end with the balloon animal. Like, he's beating these bad guys up. Maybe that's his thing. Maybe this is how he lives now. You know, And but it's it just ends up being sad because his wife sucks. And yeah. But his kids love him. On the head. His kids love him, so that's yeah, important. That's like realistically, like he got shot in the head and now he has to deal with that. It's not like superhero action adventure story. It's like, no, this guy's dying. Well, and even if not dying, he definitely has brain damage. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, let's jump into issue number two. Rudolph on the road to Funville. Whew. And let's, I'm going to say that Funville was the amusement park or circus slash I don't know if it's a difference between them that uh, Bartleby worked in in the first issue. Every boy and girl needs his mama. Like a puppy needs a bowl. The funny sad clown series for a funny sad clown world continues with a mother daughter road trip illustrated by Zoe Thorogood. That's a great Mm -hmm. name who illustrated the impending blindness of Billy Scott. Let's talk about it really upping the depression let's talk about this cover she's got a pretty shapely lady yeah the cover was great the art uh we'll talk about the art in a second i was not a fan Mm. uh wow this one overall i'm not gonna talk about the art yet overall this was depressing Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's about a girl who her so there's a married couple the wife apparently goes crazy Loses custody of the daughter. The daughter lives with the dad, but she still loves her mom. She runs away to be with her mom, and they're going to travel the country to go to Funville. The mom is crazy because she wants to be a clown. She had these sky angels tell her that she should go to Funville, and that's where her life should be. And so she wears makeup all the time, and she uh, wants to be a clown. Super weird. Proportions in this are bad. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I, I am just going to talk about the art because it's, it's something that bothered me throughout the entire thing. Like this, her ears are in random places on different photo, like different places. Like I just can't get over it. You go to the first page, her ears are super low. Like her ears are by her mouth. Mm-hmm. She's looking at second page. Her, no second page. Her ears are by her, her eyes. Then the next, very next panel, her ears are by her mouth again. And it's just like, it's so weird. And it's another, there's one other scene later on in the issue where like one of her ears are up at the top of her head. One of them, it's just so weird, man. There's a, I hated it so much. There's another moment, and I agree. It's when they're at the desk trying to get the hotel keys. And one, yeah. And the mom's arm is like tiny, small right here, and her hands like as big as her face. And it's just, yeah. It's like I get foreshortening and, and like, it doesn't work like size that, ratios, so. but yeah, it's uh, it would basically mean that her hand to be the same size as her head have to be in front of the dude's eyes, <laughs> like she's like yeah. this close to him. 
Yeah, but wouldn't the desk be smaller as well? If you're going to do that, wouldn't it be the arm would have to be? I don't know. I'm not an expert. I just know yes. that that's not. I mean, technically, yes. Um. Then the mom, you find out they're they're staying at hotels, but the mom is also uh, a lady of the She's night to pay the bills to to get yeah to get to where she is. It's depressing because. She the mom comes home the next day, comes back to the hotel the next day, and she has a black eye. And the daughter is just it's just so depressing because the daughter is oblivious. Yeah, occupational it's, hazard. It's, that shit's sad. Child child abuse as it's fine at its finest. Because this little girl just loves her mom so much, and this mom is obviously in the middle of a psychotic brain. Mm-hmm. Which they reference, but you know, she makes her drive from El Paso to Phoenix, which is she's twelve. Yeah, puts her on a stack of books. And my thought was like, what does she have on the bottom of her feet? Yeah, she has more books. <laughs> yeah, it's like books with belts like they do in the old cartoons. Like, where did she get <laughs> so many belts? I just was not, I'm just such a, and again, I'm no expert artist. If you guys have seen my work, it's uh, it's good. It's very, great. It's very, very fan art as best. But like, I just cannot get over the proportions in this. Like, they're shaving legs with each other. It's a very mom and daughter moment, but the bathtub is like four feet tall. It's just, I can't get over certain parts yeah. of it. I, and this is no shade to to Zoe, to Zoe Thorogood. You have a great name. It's a lot of shade, actually. It is a lot of shade. I'm just not a fan. Yeah. This wasn't your calling. I'm not a fan. Not art. This, this comic. This book, yeah. This just made me think like, damn, someone and I could definitely put out a book picked up by image comics and that is again not a slight we're we're talented yes it gets really dark when they get to a point where a guy shows up at the hotel and i was just like damn i hope this isn't going where i think it is and it did actually it it was lighter than i thought it was gonna be oh thank god thank god because i was like oh no 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 i thought yeah i thought she was gonna sell out her kid can i tell you something oh, gross. So, so something really personal i'm gonna put this up yeah. So I had a, I was, when my dad used to stay in this apartment complex, I had a really good friend. His name was Ryan. Years later, I realized that his mom was a prostitute because cool. a very similar thing happened. A strange man showed up. I was staying the night with Ryan. He was good. You know, oh. I was staying the night with uh, Ryan. We're hanging out, playing video games. And uh, we hear noises. We don't know what's going on. And the guy just shows up. He just leaves. Ryan doesn't know who he is. And yeah, before he leaves, Ryan goes and he peeks through the door and they're like smoking cigarettes in bed. And, you know, again, we're innocent. Don't know what happened. So that this is a very weird, <laughs> real Ooh, thing for me. That's gut wrenching. It was, yeah. It was, uh, just because I'm totally oblivious to my childhood. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like. It's weird moments like that I that I retain. You. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think most people do, especially when it's like something like you read something like this and it just pulls that out yeah. of you. Yeah. Uh, who knows how many of my friends' parents were prostitutes? I'm actually kind of interested in that. All of them. Uh, but yeah, she tells her daughter to go <laughs> tells her daughter to go to the bathroom and shut her ears and eyes. Cover her ears <laughs> and eyes. And uh, like she's going to do it the whole time. They're having sex for 30 minutes, $500 for 30 minutes. Well, they're not having sex for 30 prostitute. minutes. Yeah. That's the end. <laughs> That's the end game. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
I did not want to read this. <laughs> but yeah, then she goes out with her weird long ET arm. She opens the door. Mm-hmm. God, I can't I cannot get over the proportions yeah, and, and no wrists and I just can't get it. It looks so gross. It reminds me of like um that old MTV show with the aliens that were in that big headed guy. Did you ever watch that show? The only thing I can think of is like Aeon Flux. Aeon Flux was on that roster, but there was like a show with this guy that had this big ass head and there were two aliens living inside his head. You know, I kind of feel like I know what you're talking about. The liquid, <laughs> no, it was on the you, liquid television I'll, run. Yeah, I'll send it to you later. Uh, but yeah, her mom's getting choked out. She freaks out and she comes out with a razor blade and that dude smacks the shit out of her and the mom kills him in retaliation. Very sad. Very sad stuff. Uh, the, now they're traveling in a different size car to Funville. The car looks different every time we see it. This panel, what is the, what's with the tires? They get to Funville. I I want page fifty three. They get to Funville, to, and they realize that it's destroyed. But before then, she just says no, no. And then we see the car with what is that? I don't know. Even before that, like the car, I don't know. The car is melting. And I'm not crapping. I am crapping. I did not like the art. I'm sorry. Yeah. They're going to Unville. Funville's closed down, as we learned in the previous issue, that it was shutting down. So um, <clears throat> she has a breakdown. Yep. This was her calling. The Sky Angels told her to go here. And uh, that wasn't it. You know, I'm so sorry. This little doll she has looks like Bartleby. It's got the cone yeah, hat and the blue hair. It does. And immediately the dialogue goes to, they arrested my mom for killing that man. They put her in psychiatric, a psychiatric hospital, psychiatric hospital to await trial. Two weeks before the court date, she had an aneurysm and she died. Just like, what is this book? <laughs> That's what I, was, what I was reading at this point. I was just like, why am I reading so, this? I'm going to be completely honest. It wasn't until I got to the next issue that I started liking it because I felt like this was like angsty teenager writing. It's like, yeah, you know, what's yeah, edgy yeah, yeah. clowns. And then let's make them all depressed. Yeah. Strippers because Rudolph grows up to be a stripper named Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer, the red nosed deer. Mm-hmm. Chapter three was probably my favorite issue. Yeah. And uh, I'll let you take that away. Remy says, Haha, issue three. Real friends need not speak a word to each other. Are less than funny than the title suggests clown. Anthology continues with the silent mime. Story illustrated by legendary cartoonist Roger Langridge. So that was descriptive. Um, Yeah, you got all the information you needed from that. Right, so the the neat thing about this this whole issue is the fact that it's a nuff said type issue everything he's a mime and everything is illustration only there's no yeah, yeah, really yeah. i did i really appreciate it. it was good it was a good palate cleanser after watching the murder stripper mom mostly psycho yeah mostly yeah so but i mean it's so it goes so quick but the illustrations are really nice um they're very graphic they're very cartoony, very cartoony. Mm-hmm. um which I really like. Remind me kind of like a Popeye blend. Uh, you know, the guy's like, where's the rent? 
If if promises were crackers, my daughter would be fat. But anyway, uh, Spider Man, Spider Man reference. <laughs> um, There's a comic book that has similar um, art style. It's a book called Edison Rex. Mm. I love it so much. It's like a superhero book. It's basically like if Lex Luthor beat Superman. It's like a character that's a super genius that his arch nemesis is like Superman. And uh, it's really, it's really, really good. And it has like a similar sort of like very poppy, bright colors, uh, thick lines, cartoony. And so that's why I automatically liked this. But it, I enjoy a book that it can carry you without having the mm-hmm. words. And you could very much, this one does a very good job at this. Right. If it couldn't, it would be useless. Yeah. Yeah. So very good job. And I, and I honestly, I I scrolled back just to make sure I was on the same page. I mean, it, it, it did a great job. Yeah. So this mime, um, he's not making any money performing his art. So as he's walking around, you know, this, he goes to sleep and he wakes up the next day, gets prepared for another day of mimedom. And he's walking around this uh, flyer hits him in the face and it says, you know, go through scraps at the dump, find copper. And, uh, you know, which is referenced again later. Right. Yeah. That's a connection. There's also, so he finds as he's searching, he finds a rat, a condom and the Arthur flex Joker mask from the Uh Joker. Um, and and like the Joker mask from the guys at the beginning of uh, Dark Knight. Yeah, Night. reference on re- like the guys robbing the banks. Yeah. References and references. As he's searching along, he finds this very charming looking retro robot, Marcel. What the fuck, man? That came out of that came out of nowhere. I love it. That's why I, I do love dude, it. There's a Plastic Man reference here. Do you see that can? One that. No. Oh yeah, I do. Wow, that's great. Uh, I assume maybe I'm taking that too far. But anyway, I mean, I think the so. the robot basically mimes the mime. Uh, you know, he's a, a, the mime is a, initially afraid of the robot, but he just mimes everything he's doing. So they perform together. They become best friends. They're hanging out. They have like a duel. He gives this poor girl a quarter. <laughs> Um, which I guess kind of pays off later, but he gives this one girl a quarter after all the money they made for the performance. Yeah, they made a buttload of money. They're hanging out, and all of a sudden this Dr. Robotnik and his one-tooth <laughs> security guard come to get this robot, which was weird because the robot had the defective tag on him, so they're coming to get him now, I guess, mm-hmm. because he's doing stuff. Um, so they decide to take him. The mime is super sad. And the girl. Is he sad because he's not making money anymore? But I, I feel like they have a genuine Yeah, connection. I think he's They're sad because he lost the robot. Um, he finds a fly. I love a good. Go ahead. I love a good Michigan. I love a good Michigan J Frog reference. Yeah. <laughs> I always will. And this was 100%. Like, because Michigan J. Frog was one of my favorite old-timey, like, cartoon things because it genuinely made me laugh because it was, like, the guy that saw him doing his song and dance, but, like, anytime he tried to show it, it'd be like this, and then he would have to, like, try to make him dance. It's, it's genius, 
and it made me laugh when I saw this because I was just like, I, I remember being a kid and loving it so much. That's and a classic. She tries uh, to make this Chuck Jones. She tries to make him dance for him and does the song, and he just cries. <laughs> it's just like it's so perfect to me. Yeah, that frog is hilarious. It looks so sad. Um, but in the middle of this, he remembers he has this requisition request that tells him exactly where to find the robot. Um, he also remembers that he's a cat burglar. Yeah, he's a, <laughs> a ninja mine, <laughs> uh, which is great. It makes sense. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, he goes around. He finds there's a shit ton of these robots. So many. Mm-hmm. And he's thinking he's gonna find, you know, the regular number. He looks behind him, and there's his buddy, just chopped to bits. Got one arm. I love that all. I love that all his appendages are like a giant screw, mm-hmm. like from where it's taken out, just like giant screws. So like stupid. a bent nail. Uh, yeah. So they go after it. You know, it's the same thing. It's hard to not go. I'm not going panel by panel, but it's hard not to do this. Well, this is like this is it. There's no dialogue. Yeah. So they've been doing this duel thing. It's a it's a him dueling the robot. There, he did a duel with himself. Like there's a duel thing that's been going on throughout this entire um, comic, and he's surrounded on both sides by cops. And he like drops his robot friend. And he said, "Hold on," and then he pulls out two finger guns and says, "Pew pew." He actually speaks. He mm-hmm. says pew pew and then gets shot to shit. They shoot they shoot his ass. I was just I said the F word audibly when I read this because I thought it was gonna be something where like he oh he had powers or Same. something and he was gonna get out of there with his robot friend, but no, he gets and I think they I think the writer knew that that's what we were thinking. Yeah. And they and they shot him and then like his friend is alive because he's a robot watches the life leave out of the mind and it's just like damn yeah it says even this is even this is a present says bip and then the mom <laughs> the mom says bip and then he's dead and then we finish the story with the poor girl finding his beret and performing with the frog essentially like deciding to yeah well not- but why does she seem like she's having a re- revelation when she puts it on her head, though? I, I kind of feel like that's just a callback. Like, she sees it, and she's thinking about the time that she saw this amazing mind. Yeah, I guess it has to be for that's, the sake of the story. Yeah, that's because... all I'm really seeing there. But I know I'm reaching, and I will talk about why that's my problem with this, this story and stories like this afterwards. Um, Let's talk about the gorgeous i would think this is my favorite art in the entire series yeah issue number four. yeah wait Gu- okay go ahead sorry gustav and the world of the floating objects a wise clown once said that everything floats that's an it reference right yeah and he was right the comic book with a literally laughable title drifts in the big blue sky with an issue hand-painted by watercolorist Patrick Horvath. I say this is my favorite illustrated issue because of the watercolors, and it's legitimately done. The watercolors are on point. Mm-hmm. I mean, damn. Damn. And and just like some of the expressions and the character design for this clown, 
with this mini cape. It just makes me think of like superhero clown, which I'm like, oh, I kind of want that. Yes. Anything that's not anything that's not the clown balloon world, maybe not so much. Hmm. But the clown stuff is good. So apparently this story is about a clown that's a drunk that shows up at this kid's party but then disappears. Mm-hmm. The mom was like, oh, he's just a drunk. He probably just went to some bar. Just I'm going to call the company. It sucks. But the son saw him shrink and disappear. He shrinks, goes into this balloon, and then starts having this existential thing. Which we don't know if it's like metaphorical or if he was just like maybe died or something. Just I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. There, it's, it doesn't get resolved. I will say that you do have a nice monologue, or you have a nice story. This is a nice ish story with a kid going to see his grandpa. His grandpa's kind of a dick. We learned that his grandmother passed away and sort of like was the rock of the family. Do you One thing that I was like. At the beginning, I was just like, man, why you got to do that? He says, the mom says to the son of the party, people don't just disappear. And he says, what about that? And she laughs. I'm just like, why do they have to be the black people that do that? Like, why couldn't it be a white family and the dad doesn't show up? Because they, they hang around what is the terrible. What does the white dad get shot in the head and return to the family? Because white dads are bad, but they stay. <laughs> black dads are nice people and they just yeah, leave. they're like, like that. you know it's, it's better sometimes you get white dads that <laughs> yeah. kind of suck they hang around you're like Fuck, why are you here <laughs> what do you think about this issue man i love uh there's a lot of stephen king references in here and i like that uh-huh. obviously the it reference there's a reference um to the bartender in the shining uh yes. like the devil which comes up later, which is weird. Um, Randomly. Yeah. But as far as like what's actually going on, and I know all this is kind of weird. Like it's hard to kind of pin any of it down, but what's actually happening with this clown? I was confused. I don't really, I don't know. Um, No idea. Even read after reading it, finishing it. I had no idea. Yeah, After reading it. Yeah. I didn't have any idea either. I'm just saying, like, I, I mean, I've read it twice, oh, yeah. is what I meant to say. It's that I just have no idea because it's like he's floating, he's going through this thing, he's flying a tiger with wings, which looks great. Yeah. All this stuff looks great. But then he meets this evil version of himself. Cuts his hand off. He, like, he gets confident. This is all him having this internal struggle with his alcoholism on some points. Yeah. But also, you know, like what's the connection with the grandfather? They yeah. the the balloon, you know, he disappears in the balloon, the balloon follows the kid from the birthday party and his mother all the way to his peepaw's house or whatever you want to call. It. <laughs> and uh you know, in the end he's like, Yeah, just tie it to the attic. I'll make it like up because he talks about uh talks about how he hates the movie. Yeah, he's like, Yeah, it make any sense. Um but the grandfather gets nicer in the end, which is kind of how I felt about my grandfather. I was, uh, I my, swear my grandfather my fucking great. hated me. No, my grandpa's great. I'm not going to describe to that. But it, he was never mean to me. He was just kind of like dry sense of humor that I didn't get when I was 12 and 13. It was like, I'm, he hates me, mom. Like, <laughs> That's sad. Um, anyway. Yeah. 
I can't really review this issue because I don't know what this is. It's about. very there's like this acid trip essentially is what's happening. He's having an acid trip. The grandfather finally connects to his grandson in this uh, flying this kite that his mother has got him because the grandson's like, this is stupid. And where's my phone? You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And the grandpa comes to the realization that he that he is a jerk because his wife passed. Yeah. Um, um, but as far as the clown story, I have no resolve. He's like, at the end, he's like, one day I'll get out of here. Yeah. He's stuck in the, the prison of the balloon, but... He also, um, uh, maybe that's supposed to symbolize alcohol. I have no idea. Me either. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know. I I implore anyone to read this. And if you, yeah, excuse me, if you've got an explanation, we would love to hear it. Like send us. I really would because I, I legitimately love the art so much. I really send us it. I'm a sucker for send us a DM on anything. And kind of walk us through it because I'm the same way. I didn't really understand what was going on with the clown part of it. Um, or you could leave us. A, there's an option on all of our show notes to leave us like a, a voicemail. You could do that, and we'll listen to it on the next episode, and we'll kind of talk about it. Real yeah. Quick. Also, while you're there, rate and review us on iTunes. <laughs> or else, or else, bitch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I'm taking away with issue number five because I don't. Yeah. I, I just well, don't know about. It. I love this. We, talk, we talked about really the do. art. I like the family dynamic. Um, the mom's really yeah. sweet. Black actress. <laughs> Lost our king. I like uh, the battle, <laughs> you know, between this the clown and himself. Like I like all that, that but cool. I don't really know what it's supposed to be. Yeah, uh, it's too deep. We're not smart. Well, I kind of feel like it's trying to be too deep. Is is really? Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Ha ha! Issue. Foomph. Pound Foolish makes a casserole. Every house is a haunted house, from the kitchen to the attic. The funny ha-ha anthology of dejected gestures makes a trip to the grocery store with art by Eisner winner Gabrielle Walta. The art was really good in this, too. Um, I dig this style. And I think Gabrielle Walta did Vision. Yeah. This reminds me of the same art from Vision. Yeah. Depressing. This episode, this issue was fucking depressing, man. Well, and it's another one of those weird moments. Like these clowns just exist. They keep wearing their makeup. They wear their clowns the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I did. I noticed that in this too. It's like people don't acknowledge that she's a clown. Well, they kind of do because they acknowledge that she used to be a clown. But if she was a famous clown, then they would have known. It's like small town. If they would have known her as this famous clown. I, I think there are some acknowledgments like that. But really, when I, when I say acknowledgments, like that family that was in the last issue almost hits her with a car. Like they stop, they see her crossing the street and the son says, what is that? Yeah. And the mom is like, oh. I mean, have you ever seen a decrepit old lady where you said that? Yeah. What is that? I remember Jesse used to say that shit. Uh, we were out one time. <laughs> we were out one time and this guy just, sorry, dude, but he was fucking ugly. Sorry to this guy. Um, that guy probably killed very himself. rough looking. And he's walking by and Jesse goes, what is that? <laughs> I was like, damn, that's the meanest shit. It's hilarious. Though. Um, he's mean. But anyway, this, this, uh, older woman um, used to be a clown like uh-huh. she was a clown 
and she was part of the circus, but she's grouchy as hell now. Circus shut down. She was in love with the owner, but I thought she was in love with her partner, but apparently her and the owner had a thing. Yeah, her and the ringmaster, I guess. Um, What's funny is... The issue is about her making a casserole. Yeah, what... So the issue is called... It actually has the... If you want to learn how to make a casserole, the it has all the ingredients in the yeah. method. So I do like cauliflower too, yeah. so it's weird. Read this. Do you ever have fried cauliflower, like cauliflower wings? Yeah, that's good. They're good. I like my pizza crispy cauliflower. It's yeah. good. I like rice cauliflower. I'm not even. I'm not. I will not. I'm not like a healthy dude. I I did start this episode saying I'm fat. I like pizza in general. Yeah. So if there's but like something saying. to just edge the calories down a little yeah. bit. Yeah. If someone's like, "Hey, man, I have a regular pizza and I have a cauliflower pizza. Which one do you want?" And I'll say, "I'll eat both." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's I'm it. not choosing. I like pizza, bro. <laughs> I like pizza, man. Give me both slices. I'll stack them on top. Anything of that I can do to give me the illusion that it's kind of healthy. Uh, yeah. Like it's all natural yeah. ingredients in a cauliflower shell. It's only four hundred calories per slice instead of a thousand. Like, yeah. all right. Mountain Dew. I'm gonna eat the whole <laughs> yeah, Mountain thing. Dew Ma- Mountain Dew Baja Blast. <laughs> Zero. All right, Tommy, give me a gallon. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat this whole pizza rather than a couple of slices at a thousand calories. Exactly. Anyway. Exactly. Um the, wh- this episode's depressing because it's just this lady, she's alone. She had this circus family. One thing that I find now she's one thing that I find interesting, just how I know we're not quite at the art yet, but how she's drawn is she has white hair and she's wearing white makeup and she's really washed out. So her hair kind of looks like this amorphous blob around her head. She kind of looks like cauliflower. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. That's deep. Pound of flesh. Pound of pound of flesh is what I always was like kept thinking of whenever it says pound foolish. Mm. Yeah makes a casserole and then she looks like that's what i was thinking i I was obviously obviously trying to think too deep after the issue before i had no idea this this issue i was like i gotta figure this out well and everybody well her name yeah her name is pound foolish that's her that's her yeah uh, that's her circus name but there's a everybody kind of acts like her house is haunted you know like she's Mm -hmm. the bitchy neighbor that'll it's creepy for sure. Uh and I mean like tennis balls. They have frisbees, not your actual <laughs> So there's a, a group of kids called I do love their, their club. They're just mischievous kids, man. Mischief. And they're the the one rule of their club is that once a year, which is not that it's not that bad. Yeah. Once a year you have to do something bad. Naughty. And not even bad, like just like a little kid mischievous. You don't have to murder anything. Like, there's one kid that has to spray paint something. Mm-hmm. There's one kid that has to. I can't remember what the second kid does, but the bitch kid, the leader, is like, I have to steal something from the principal's office, and they're like, Your fucking dad's the principal. And it's like, mm, mm-hmm. still, still tough. <laughs> but Billy, you have to break into this lady's house and steal something. It's like what? <laughs> So the kid has to break into Pound Foolish's house and steal some creepy memorabilia. And it's very funny because I relate to the anxiety that this kid has on a on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he goes in there and he's like, fuck, this is scary. That would be scary yeah. to go into a house and it's covered in clowns. I'm not scared of clowns, but that would be scary. Yep. And as soon as she pops out, another scary thing, this lady's a uh, clown, 
T pops out, he faints. I'm like, yeah, I relate to that level of anxiety <laughs> on a personal <laughs> level because so that's much what that I would she, do. he just passes out from fear. <laughs> yeah, and she's uh, actually a sweet lady. She's actually like, listen, there's not a lot of burglars that break into people's houses and pass out mid <laughs> larceny. Uh, and then she feeds him the yeah. So and the, there's a full recipe on there. Tells you exactly how to make it, temperature, everything. I kind of want to try. She feeds in the casserole. She feeds in the casserole. It's a very sweet moment. I I feel like there is a sinister thing to it. While oh, while he's passed out, he has a vision of like her life and like the through the ringmaster, mm-hmm. which obviously is kind of creepy. But it ends up being okay. It's actually a pretty sweet story. Yeah, a little depressing because she's alone, but. She's also a hundred, so that's what she gets for living so long. Her fault. Yeah, so she feeds him the cauliflower. He never even had cauliflower before. She kind of has this uh, unrequited love with the ringmaster and stares out the window alone. But I will say that this was one of two of my favorite issues. Because it ends on a, not a high note, but it's not like so depressing. Like she's just old. It's not so depressing. It's not confusing. It is. It's a sad. It's a sad issue. But it, it, for me, out of all six issues, it's one of the ones that told a complete story pretty well. Yeah. And in my opinion, has some of the best art. The best art is my favorite art. Yeah. The watercolors is what pulled me in the last issue. But all around art, this is my favorite. Yeah. It's got great coloring, great pencils. Um, I love how the inks the are sequen- real. The sequential art. Yeah, the sequential art of it is great. And the inks are great. Got a nice sketchy look for fur and, and pants and shading. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. I like it. Uh, okay, so issue number six. Ha-ha! Ha-ha! Miniseries finale. Happy Hank, the very happy clown. Now... Where have we seen now? Now where have we seen this guy before? The worlds of Ha Ha and Ice Cream Man reveal themselves to be one and the same in this story about the last days of Happy Hank, who we saw in Ice Cream Man issue number eight, featuring artwork, of course, by the Ice Cream Man creative team Martin Marazzo and Chris Halloran. O'Halloran. He's from Boston. I actually do not remember I'm this gonna... from. Ice Cream Man was so long ago, I don't... Well, we read, we only read issue one through five. Yeah, but I mean, even then, I couldn't. <laughs> even if I read it today. So this character... Yeah, but this character was in issue eight. We didn't even read this issue with this character. Uh-huh. I'm going to tell you right now, it wasn't until I finished this issue, or got to the end of this issue, that I realized that the people that made Ice Cream Man made this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, very before we even give our thoughts on it, I'm going to tell you what there was one thing that happened in the very beginning of this issue where I was like, "Motherfucker!" I, I'm 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 sorry, I'm scrolling down. I didn't even do any of the. First of all, the cover was the Ice Cream Man cover, the first cover that we saw when we uh, reviewed. Yes. Which I was like, okay, that's cool. It's just you know, I get it. It's a creepy anthology. It's just a homage. That's cool. I get it. They do it all the time. I like it. The art, very, very similar so far. Yeah, and I enjoyed it. Very, very similar so far. And I'm like, okay, man, 
this is this is this is kind of sad. Keeping the theme, there was something in that first couple of pages though that happened where I was like, "Motherfucker!" Well, you see the ice cream. <laughs> that's a, that's the thing. There's a sign that's an actual ice cream cone, and then you see the ice cream truck, and I'm like, "Did did you just trick me into reading an ice cream man book again?" <laughs> These motherfuckers. Did I just read an ice cream man story again? And I'm and I'm reading it. I'm still like, okay, I'm in, whatever. Maybe not. Maybe it's just a, a nod. Maybe it's another just reference, a homage. But it gets it it goes on. Before that though, is that not Walking Phoenix? Yeah, dude, that's totally his Arthur Fleck. His name is Artie. Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't I didn't even put two and two together that was his name. But they got the short guy which is like the midget and Joker. They have the locker room scene where the clowns are hanging out. (laughs) They have the locker room scene where the same thing in like the Joker movie, they have, I didn't know. But it's like flipped, right? Because his friend gives Arthur Fleck, the Artie, the pistol in uh, Joker. But he is insistent that this other guy and this is the second or probably third reference we've had to the Joker, period. But yeah. um, he gives him this gun. He's like, you never know when things are going to go bad, you know? Cuckoo karate. Yeah. He has the cleft lip and everything. Yeah. Crazy. 100% him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's wearing the same thing. He has that dull brown jacket on. Yeah, it's 100% him. I will say that... Is that guy... The other guy, is that the friend that mugged his friend in the first issue? I think so. It looks like him. I think wow. so. This is where it all connects together. Yeah, there's a lot of connections in here. Like, Yeah, because at the beginning, he's like, sorry, you didn't get the job. It went to Gustav, Gustav which Gustav is the floating balloon guy. Yeah, and he goes to a hole-in-the-wall bar and... This bald guy at the end, which this is as weird as these books get from this author. I like these like switcheroo moments that you see in panels. Like he's Uh talking to this bartender that he's known forever. And then he looks away and in the background, there's this demon who was the same demon thing that was giving Gustav his drinks in the balloon. Yeah. I will say that the art is way more consistent than than the one that I was complaining about. I mean, the consistency just... This is what stylized art to me is. Mm -hmm. Like, I get that the vibe in that one book that I was complaining about was, like, kind of going for, but this is what I feel like it was going for. Yeah. Yeah, I like this guy's art a lot. Oh, me too. And it's sort of like Frank Quietly... And I don't want to compare the two because they're both good artists. That's very true. Great artists. But, like... Frank Quietly has a, an art style that when I was younger, I didn't like. I just hated it. But as I got older and read more of his stuff, I'm just like, it's one of my favorite art styles because it's so unique and consistent. Yeah, it's a, and, and I think it's a bit him and a bit Jeff Darrow. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I feel like it's, I like it. I like it so far. Before he crashes into this ice cream truck, we see a, a sign that has an ice cream cone on it and i'm like this mother these motherfuckers is this an ice cream no surely it's not and even even in these this panel where he crashes a car 
I had problems with like uh, his head, his hand, like all that stuff to me was a little loose, but it, it's been so consistent that I, I can't complain about it. Mm-hmm. Mainly because I couldn't do it better. This is where I knew this is like the doctor's teeth. Like the way he was drawn was like, okay, this is an ice cream. Mm-hmm. But I also got the vibes from like uh, the shining where there's like a bunch of like random shit. You know what I mean? Cause there's like a panel where the doctor's talking to him. There's nothing in the room beside them. But then the next panel over, there's these two dogs. Yes, that uh, was well, a like. It's first, first you see. He says, "Do you see anything else in the room or whatever?" And he sees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking the, uh, all the characters from. Yeah, him. and some more, which I don't know where they're from. But uh, well, the ice cream man, right? The skull. <laughs> we we know what that guy is, bro. But he's the skull. But he's wearing the the. I think his name was Rick. And the ice cream man stories. I don't remember. There's a vulture. There's like these two putty people. There's this post-apocalyptic looking guy. But then everyone else is like Remy, Rudolph. I don't know about the mannequin. Yeah. Bartleby looks great. I don't know about that fucking dog either. Yep. But yeah, asked, he asked them, you know, like, we might need to keep you here if you're seeing things. And he sees like two dogs rushing a gurney down the hallway <laughs> yeah and then he says the whole world has gone insane and he says i want to talk to you about the parakeet in my chest because earlier he talks about the anxiety when he's talking to the bartender he's talking about the anxiety he has when he wakes up and all the stuff that he does to try to maintain that and the doctor just laughs at him and that face that the doctor makes i'm like yeah that's the ice cream man yeah stay safe then he goes outside and it's like weird walking. What is this? Yeah, people are stealing shit out. People are throwing up blood. Dude's bashing his own head in. The some doctors are giving these security guards a bag of something. Right. You see this like weird little gremlin about to kill this old <laughs> dude. But he even yeah, he even like as he's narrating or someone is narrating. They say it's his voice. Someone. But he even points up. To the worst where it's like Well his voice is his voice is the orange. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he has the white where it says it starts talking to him and he says, Things have progressed, Hank. And he said, Who says that? And he said, I'm you. And he said, No, that doesn't sound like me. <laughs> it's like, uh, you're fine. Yeah. Do, do you see that? I like this. The, this kind of fourth wall break is perfect to me. Yeah. When the character is coming to realize it and the audience is coming to realize it at the same time rather than like, oh, hey, guess what I'm about to do? Like Deadpool stick. Yeah, no one's left out of the party. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you see all kinds of what's crazy in this this guy's drawing uh, style is just seeing all the shit in the background. Like as he's leaving mm-hmm. the hospital, there's two people on the roof. I'm assuming they're about to jump. Uh People, uh-huh. The freaking hospital's burning down. There's like flames erupting from the building. People are getting fights, busting through the windows. There's like a bird eating a squirrel. Yeah, I just knows that the bird has teeth. Yeah, some dude dragging a body. Yeah, this, yeah, this dude's fucked up, man. As he's waiting, I wonder who Jerry is. Save Jerry. Save Jerry. I was just thinking that. <laughs> Save Jerry, and there's a number. 
I wonder if that's from ice. But then when he gets there, but then when he gets there, it's like I got an injury tend to. I can't I can't take you very far. And he's like, yeah, I'm good. I like how I like how he's in this world and like none of this stuff is shaking him or breaking mm-hmm. him. Well, mainly because he has this inner monologue as well. Yeah, but that the other voice is getting to him. Yeah, but as we're and then go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, as he's traveling down the road, he's seeing how weird it is. Houses on fire, vultures, bats, people being run down by cars, cars wrecked. I mean, it's a lot. But he's but the voice in his head says one thing. He says it, and I was like, you motherfucker. Because at first, I was still kind of skeptical. I was like, okay, no. These are just homages that they're doing. At, like, at this point, I'm just like, oh, these are just references. These mm-hmm. are just like, oh, I'm paying homage to Ice Cream Man because I like Ice Cream Man. And again, I don't realize that it's the same writer. But then he says, lickety, spit, lickety split, just like that. And lickety split was the thing that the Ice Cream Man said in every issue of Ice Cream Man. Yeah. And I was like, motherfucker. Motherfucker. This is it. And then it gets real dark. He's like, listen, man, you should shoot yourself in the head. Yeah, it's only one response to a terrible, insane world. Yeah, kill the terrible master. You're mine. Shoot yourself in the head, bro. So these, <laughs> it's just like, these kids what? are not the same kids that were in that mischievous club, are they? I don't think so. I thought they were, but I don't think I thought they were, they were no. too. That'd be a good connection. Because there was no brown boy. There is one brown boy. I thought it was a brown girl in the mischievous club. Oh, I thought that the I thought the two the two boys were white and then the chick was brown. Well, I thought that the, that's true. That's true. You don't see gender. It's okay. I don't see I gender or that. color. I respect that. I'm I'm blind. <laughs> Not colorblind, just <laughs> but see. he's on he's on top of the roof. He's about to shoot himself. Yeah, these kids are like, and this is where it gets kind of jarring to me because I'm like, eh, is the world normal? Yeah. And they're just seeing this guy on a roof about to shoot himself. Yeah, they definitely seem more concerned with him than anything else. And then he says, look at me again. I'm just like, this is a goddamn ice cream man book. The parakeet shows up and the parakeet leaves and he doesn't want to shoot himself. This all happens really fast, and I'm just like, I, I couldn't comprehend it as well as I should I don't have. like the slow-mo entrance and exit of these bullets that they've had in two issues now. <laughs> as yeah. he the he pulls the trigger on the gun, you see the bullet leave the barrel, and it's like pushing into his head. Then you see him yeah. like close the eye that the bullet's behind, and then as it passes through, he closes the other eye. And opens the first eye. And he explains that like. In his left eye. He sees the world being torn apart. But as he's shooting himself. And the bullet passes his right eye. Like it's the bullets behind his right eye. He opens his right eye. And he sees this like utopian. Society. Yeah. So there has to be like a middle ground. Yeah. He didn't want to shoot himself. It, he wanted to st- he wanted to stop, but he already did it. Yeah. It was yeah, it seemed very accidental. Uh and then he dies. Cuckoo Corona. Yeah, he falls down and he thinks he's smiling, but then in the next issue or his next page he's 
He's dead. Yeah, I got the straight up dead. Dumb, dead, dumb, dead face. And then it says listen, and it was just like What? Holy crap. Yes. It's a lot. Overall, what did you think? It's an anthology series. Anthology series don't really work well for what we do. Since it's just so many individual stories. I wanted to like it a bit more, but I've I have I personally I just have a thing against like the whole clown thing. I think it's overplayed and stupid. Well, my my problem is it's the same thing with my same complaints that I had with Ice Cream Man. I So there's obviously a light connection between all these stories, but it just wasn't enough to me. There was no payoff. Right. Yeah, what's the what's the end common? Like why te- and I think it's just frustrating for me because it's like it's teased a lot of these things. Like I teased a lot of these connections and like certain elements that are the same and but then at the end of volume one there's zero actual payoff. It's just more mystery. They should have gone back to Funville or something. That's what I'm saying. There was just too many open-ended connections for the sake of just like for the sake of connections and the sake of mystery. And I just it's the exact same problem I had with Ice Cream Man Volume One. I just didn't see the payoff. Yeah. You know, because in Remember Ice Cream Man at the last issue, they introduced the Man in Black, where it's supposed to be like the antithesis antithesis <laughs> of the Ice Cream Man, but then we only see him for a panel, and that's it. Yeah. And it's just like, what's the payoff? And that I feel, and that's on me. Like, if you like anthologies, if that's your thing, then I can totally see where this is right up your allergy. Allergy, <laughs> right up your allergy. It's right up your allergies. <laughs> it's right up your alley. But for me, I'm not a big fan of anthologies. Um, for this, for this type of thing, like because it feels like an, an overarching story. If, see, it feels like there's a connection there. Yes, but there's not. Yeah. If you're going to be goosebumps, be goosebumps. <laughs> tell your own story. Tell your own story. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's what's good about a goosebumps is they are all self-contained stories that don't have a connection. Mm. Prepare to be scared. R.L. R. Stein, man. Take some notes. That guy's a genius. Yeah. He's best-selling author. He, much out of, he, he gave me anxiety at a very young age. He helped me win ve- a couple of art contests because I drew the covers. Nice. I will tell you this. I'm not scared of clowns, but I am scared of dummies. Yeah. Because of R.L. Stein. I kind of don't like That shit creeps. Not like scared, but like that shit creeps me out. Yeah, I don't like either one. That shit creeps me out. Uh, That's my problem with this. What do you think about... It's hard hard to gauge the art. I think we did a good job at like talking about art in each each I like most of it. There's very little that I just didn't like. Um... It was really issue two that I didn't like. I did not like it. There was nothing that I liked about it. Yeah. I, this is the first time we've ever reviewed a book where I'm like, I didn't. I just absolutely did not like that part of it. Yeah. And I'm not again. I'm no pro, but I just, I just didn't. I'm trying to think. It's, it's, it's been so long since we've discussed it. What was issue two? <laughs> issue two was the the weird Rudolph. Yes. Red, okay. No, I didn't like deer. that. But that looked very similar. It's funny is it looked very similar to the Ice Cream Man stuff. Like, it looked similar to yeah. the last. Well, and I mentioned, I said that. It, yeah. It, I see what it was trying to do, but it it wasn't consistent. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely not. Every panel. 
every panel was different. Uh, and that just adds notes for myself. Like I know that I'm not a professional artist, so it's hard for me to like give my honest critique, but that's just a note. Like, Hey man, work on consistency. That's important. Like those things are important to me. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I got to pull this up. Let's review this shit. Review this shit. We should review. Ha, ha. I we did make a grown scale. Right that's just stinkier piles of shit. <laughs> I, I will tell you that I did not, again, I did not know this was an Ice Cream Man book until mm-hmm. the last issue. Yeah. Oh, Sam, go ahead, bro. It's hard for me to judge this one because I didn't. <laughs> so I'm going to be brutally honest. I don't care for the, there was a guy that did like a bring in the clown story here in town he had like an indie comic and i think the clowns are stupid and i hate when people try we should have read it eh. but it's a couple of years maybe ago. we'll read it but uh I'll i don't want to no, i don't want to give him any more press um mm. i like it anyway i i think that the whole clown thing is kind of dumb um and especially because in trying to use it as a as you said earlier antithesis Using it as an antithesis to the the general consensus of what uh, clowns are supposed to be, which is fun and bouncy and entertaining, and all of a sudden, how do we make this flip it on its head? Uh, They're depressed. But I feel like at this point, most people, the general consensus is most people are scared of clowns. Yeah, I mean, I can also agree with that, but I'm saying, like, these aren't scary clowns. No, I get yeah, I get what you're saying. They're just, these are this is depressing. These are just like clowns if they were real people, right? So it's not that they're it because they reference it. It's that they're regular people, clowns. I I don't know, I, man. This is a hard one to grade. Yeah, I think I think I got to give it like a B four. I know that's kind of brutal, but I only liked art on two or three of them. I really liked three. Yeah. I like the the illustrator of the Ice Cream Man books, so I like yeah. six. Yeah, but there was a, you said a B four was brutal. Oof. Yeah, it's just a little bit. I liked some of the stories. I like the old lady story. To me, that was my favorite. I'm giving it a. I'm giving it an I six. Oof. Uh no, I seven. Oof. That's brutal. Sure, sure. <laughs> yours, yours was yours was nice. I'm and and on the same vein, the same things that you said. The trope of scary clowns was only done well in it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, anything more than that is just sort of like it's just the same thing. Yes. Uh, I don't like anthologies. I'm not a huge fan of anthologies for something like this. Like when it's with superheroes, it's different because it's like self-contained stories that don't connect. Again, my main problem is that it connects, but it doesn't connect. Yeah, there are uh, supporting characters. It just it's weird to me, and I don't like that. That's just me. This is my personal opinion. The art uh, I liked less than I liked. There was less that I liked than there was that I was positive about. So, yeah. um, this is the neg- the most negative review I've ever given a book. 
Which is weird because it's so popular, and I, I get it's not for me. Like, there's obviously people that like horror books, and I'm, I'm that's not really my style of comic book either. I think we've had kind of a run of that, though. Like, really, um, really popular books that aren't yeah. great, in my opinion. Shout out to Excellence. <laughs> well, I mean, this one, last week, I mean... We've had some. What was last one? I don't week? remember. Me either. <laughs> but there have been some really good ones uh, that we've had, and then we've had some that are just like yikes. Um, well, it's, oh, it's, oh, oh. it's interesting because well, I mean, like uh, the dog one and and uh, Andy. Oh, stray yeah, dogs. Stray dogs. Stray dogs is better than this. Well, and I'm just saying, like stray dogs and even Ice Cream Man, like. Yeah, Ice Cream Man was surprising to me because it was so well received in the like, it's so sought after, and I just I didn't I'm, I will never fake it if I don't, for the sake of something being popular popular I'll never fake my reaction to it or my review of it. I just I genuinely didn't like it. the same thing with like Spider Man Life Story. People love it. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, book. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that book's terrible. So it's just. It's it's weird. This one is another one. People love it, and uh, I have no problem flipping this entire series. I, I don't care to have it in my. I feel flesh. like people jumped on it because they were like, "This is so deep." Look yeah. how deep Clowns. this is. Oh, it's sick. Yeah. I will say, maybe people bought it for the covers because the best thing about this book are these covers. These covers are they are coveted covers. Great, they're great. Some of these covers are amazing. Yes. So. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. If you're a huge fan of HaHa, I'm sorry if we gave it a review. And if you have a reason why you disagree with us, then like hit us up. We're not like the type of people that are saying that our word is law. It's honestly is. open for discussion. Is. Simon, is, I, I, I would actually love about. a counter argument just to kind of see maybe something I'm missing, you know? And I think that's the thing. I think maybe I'm missing something. Because I'm mostly smart. I do really. Mostly. Sometimes. <laughs> I do like the art of Ice Cream Man. Uh, and so this the, the last issue was my favorite art style. Because I just, I love. It really gives that creepy vibe. Same here. Like, there was only uh, uh, a few issues. Like, what? Three, four, and six that I really liked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's it, folks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't like it. <laughs> I, I really genuinely feel bad about not liking it because I love the genre of comic books so much. But I have to be honest. I mean, They're not all great. They're not all winners. And I like it. That's why we don't review Kickstarters anymore because I just felt so bad. People were like, hey man, review my book. And I'm just like, oh no. Yeah, man, we will destroy. You came to the wrong place. <laughs> I, you came to the I wrong, will say, wrong place. Buddy. Like we mentioned, like if you have differing thoughts... Hit us up Please on something up. just so we can yeah, kind of see. We are not, we're not against it. Let's talk about some things that we have coming up. Sleep. Next week, we are part of this collective event uh, called Unite the Seven with seven with six other comic book podcasts. We're the last leg of the adventure, and we will be reviewing Batman Last Halloween, yeah. which is a coveted Batman story. We will be transforming. Hinchin. I'm very, I'm very excited to read that because I haven't read it in a long, long time. Did I? So that's did cool. I show you that black and white version that I got? 
of Long yeah. Halloween? Well, it's black and oh. white, uh, full, you know, hardcover. It's great. It's beautiful. No, you haven't. Said, you have to show me that. I, I need that. that. And so we're reading that next week. I can't wait to talk about it. And uh, yeah, we have other spoopy books coming out this, this month. I'm excited. Other than that, check our website out, WednesdayPool.com. You'll genuinely just poke around there. You can find out what we have going on. Yeah. So. What you got, Tom? Uh, follow us both on Instagram. Um, Simon Toast here, Wednesday Pool there. When you're on Wednesday Pool and you're looking for figures, go to the description, hit that link. It'll take you to Big Bad Toy Stores. Big Bad Toy Store. Both of both them. Of, yeah, several. <laughs> uh, they've got all the shit you want, honestly. Pre-order. They'll get it to you. they got $4 flat rate shipping. Who could beat that shit? Um... So, yeah, we've got that going on. Um, honestly, check out our reviews on YouTube. Check out our reviews on our website. If you're listening to this now, you just listen to our review, unless you just listen to the last 15 minutes, which that's weird. Uh, but <laughs> Yeah, I do that sometimes. Yeah, just skip through. Uh, but that's all I got, man. It's been fun. It was an uh, interesting read, that's for sure. Yeah, it was a long one because we just came off of last week was four issues, <laughs> which is a short one. And this was, we well, there was one that had no words, so I guess we can't really complain that much. Yeah, that's true. And that was one of the best ones, which is yeah. weird. Well, <laughs> showed no. Oh. We'll see you guys next week. We're circling the drain. <laughs>